Because my wife's going to be here in an hour. In an hour? Yeah. Dude, you should have told me that before I fucked around. It's all right. It's all good, mate. We're talking very short, sharp, choppy sentences. Here we go, then. Here we go. Radio. Hello, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Are we filming? Yeah, the whole time. Fuck off. We're just going to put this on the back oh. end. Okay. Back on. <laughs> Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake Kerr. This is Troy Bodicle. This is a Black Ink podcast, and this is actually our second attempt. You could probably call this like a fourth or fifth attempt at this podcast with all the bloody rain checks and postponing and whatnot mm. but we mm. made it and today we are mm. proudly sponsored or supported by froth in bunbury so a quick cheers to froth you're gonna yeah. go straight out Sorry, of the growler or what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cheers to froth i am drinking the alcoholic ginger beer which is a 3.5 percent ginger beer which is fucking beautiful is it it is. You like that though. I do. Because you've got a sweet tooth. I found that out last time. I was. I thought <laughs> yeah. I was on the fence and then I realised like, no. You I stopped talking at one stage. Well, I'm drinking um, a 5.2% um, stout. Fantastic stout out of, the, out, of the, out of the brand new growler from Froth. And it is everything you want in a stout. It's smoky. It's got some, it's got some leather about it. There's this, it's got some really nice subtle sweetness to it and it's just it's got a bit of toast as well. It's just the perfect stout. One of the great stouts. What um, is a growler? What's the idea behind a growler? I think they named it after a woman's um Of course they did. In the seventies. Hmm. But um that's another story. That's such a cool I was saying to in you the, before we went uh before we started recording, like this is something I want in the background. Like in in my room in the background. Maybe you could get a blow up one made. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can put that with my collection of things that I can blow up and enjoy. Yeah, useless things in the corner. <laughs> so, yeah. Jake, um, what, what are we talking about today? Dude, I feel like we exhausted all the shit we shouldn't talk about in the last podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad. Anything was... we talk about from here is a win. <laughs> it was nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those ones I was having so much fun in it that I was like, oh, I'll have to cut some stuff out of this. So we'll just shoot from the hip and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And then we both came to a, a collective decision of like, you know what? Let's do it all again. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing that we have to cut out. Yeah. There was some, fu- there was some funny stuff, though. There's some you know funny stuff. And I think there was, some, um, there was some stuff that I felt passionate about that I didn't realize because I hadn't spoken with someone of your... Quality. Caliber. Quality. Your experience. Quality. Yeah, thanks. You know? Mm. I think... Um, Actually, I'll take experience. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, mm. it's uh, you take experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because you're a uh, you're a sensible you're a sensible um, progressive person for your age. I don't mean your age in a negative way. No, no, no. no. I mean for the for the a generation that you represent. I feel like mm. I can have a very fair and um, listen to conversation. Mm. You know, and one thing we touched on before was uh, negative things in your life. And there's a certain amount, like, there's a lot of negative things in your life. Cigarettes, fucking mm. vapes, bad food, mm. sugar, porn, mm. drugs. Mm. You know what I mean? It goes on and on and And they're on all on. fantastic. All the, every one of those things is really fun mm. if you do them once a month. Yeah. Like, porn once a month. Like, yeah. oh, that's, oh, that's nice. Mm. But, you know, you get stuck in any of that stuff. It's just... It's yeah, 100%. Just, and, and, fucked. and they're all things that once you're stuck there, you're stuck there. Mm. You know, like it's fun. I'm currently in the midst again of battling with uh, nicotine addiction. Oh, like it's bullshit, bless. you know. It's but it's one of those things where I go, uh, the hooks of the addiction and nicotine are such that you can't really play games with them. Mm. If you're doing it, you're doing it. Yeah. And if you're not, you're not. And the way yeah. I do it is like it's about one to one and a half, two cigarettes a week, and usually yeah. I have them in a twelve-hour period on the weekend. You know. Yeah. 
Well, that's, there's nothing wrong with that though, Jake. There's nothing wrong with that until you're thinking <clears> about it Tuesday morning and you're wondering why it seems like the world's ending every Tuesday yeah, morning for yeah, some reason. Yeah, you know? yeah. Obviously, you're smoking good quality tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Because you know there's you know, that, you know, that, that um, pesticide-ridden stuff that they put through everything, right. right? But if you go to, say, Europe, there's organic pesticide-free tobacco. Get, getting that in Australia is a bloody... Normally, yeah. like I've got mates in <clears throat> Melbourne that go to tobacco tobaccoists. Tobacconist. Tobacconist. Mm. And they buy mm. like, you know, a Ziploc bag under the counter tobacco. You're joking. Yeah, and it's like fully organic. So and, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super cool, but also like, where the fuck do I find that in Bunbury? Don't, don't people grow it in Bunbury? Tobacco? Yeah. I know my mate's mum used to grow it, but it like, I don't know. Because tobacco is like a big leaf, isn't it, that they shred yeah, down? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know wow. much about the process? They dry it. They dry it and they cut it up. <laughs> they cut it up yeah. and then they smoke it. Like it's, you know, it's, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think, you know, the big um, tobacco companies are giving it a pretty bad rap. Mm. Like a pretty bad thing. Like, you know, um, they, they, the tobacco anti-smoking lobby tried to prosecute Peter Jackson. And Peter Jackson threw so many lawyers at them and they locked up all, all their archives so they couldn't, they couldn't come at them. Yeah. Um, and, and what, you know, if you've ever looked at an old cigarette, an older style cigarette, there's lines in the paper. Yeah, yeah. Those lines are where all the chemicals are. Oh, that's, that's actually dousing the paper. Yeah, so you, as you smoke it, the chemicals come in. So there's, there's all types of chemicals, yeah. like cocaine, all that stuff soaked into the paper. Wow. So that become, makes, and it makes it burn. So the saltpeter makes it burn faster. If you've seen a cigarette burn, it burns like in stages of fucking fast. Yeah. So these fuckers, pardon my language, mm. we're here. We're, we're, oh, we're, we're here. Swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These got people yeah. have been, have been um, what's the word for it? Fucking with Stooging the tobacco. Us, yeah. yeah. Tobacco's tobacco. Yeah. We've smoked it out of pipes, out of everything, all our lives. Yeah. Like, from millennia. Yeah. And they won't and they won't let us smoke it. Yeah. Because these fuckers <clears throat> have made it made it bad for sorry. Monopolize it monopolize yeah. the game. Mm. In one way it's like I feel it like this this is the problem. Like I feel like, yeah, it's terrible. Mm. But bro, I'm a fucking example of capitalism. Yeah. I was in a caravan two years ago, you know, like mm. you can't be upset at that and be doing what I'm doing. Mm. You know, bootstrapping, whatever you want. The point is, it's like you put in more effort, you make more money, you get a better lifestyle. Mm. If my product becomes so supreme that I monopolize the market and I am the only option, mm. then yeah, you'll follow my rules. Yeah, 100%. Right? But yeah. the acquisition of power, especially when you talk about it like that, is only really relevant to other people who try and acquire power and understand what the actual thing that you're doing is and how your ethics roll into it's a complete other conversation mm. but the point is like if i'm trying to monopolize the t-shirt market in bunbury mm. which everyone applauds you on the way up yeah but then you get to the top and now you've got all this control like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. it's like well, yeah you can also go start a t-shirt business yeah you know you can also go i, mean, I don't know mm. if you can legally grow your own tobacco because we're so far down that track yeah that <clears throat> fill in the blank but can you imagine right sorry to interrupt you but can you imagine like not being able to grow your own tobacco? I can imagine not being able to grow your own weed. Well, yeah, well you can now though, can't you? Can you? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into it either. I mean, people are. No, it's if you have under two in an uncontrolled environment, this is all for entertainment purposes. I don't know. This is a comical podcast. Go fuck yourself. Disclaimer. Mm. But the I think the law is you get something that sticks on you like it's a. Um, it's like an offence that is like a proper offence if you have more than two plants. Yeah. 
and also if they're in a controlled environment. So if you've got two plants in the backyard and they're just growing, I think it's a fine, but it doesn't. It's not like an offence. Yeah. And you have to get rid of them. Yeah. But then, like, but in the ACT, you can legally have two plants and up to an ounce of recreational marijuana. Yeah. On the same island that we live yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. All but good. That's the ACT. It's full of politicians, yeah, right? It's only the people who make the rules are allowed. Yeah. Those rules. Yeah. And they yeah. don't have to be vaccinated either. No nah, fuck. Oh, man. we're there on the V word again. Let's not go. Let's not go there. Yeah. Gone. Gone. I'm not even going to appear on Edit, like, YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah. There's um, all these AIs that predict captions and shit for you. <laughs> I just want the one that bleeps all the words that get us taken off YouTube out for me. You know? Well, me, Joe Rogan will come up with an app. Yeah. And Kelly Slater, he'll come up with an app too. Was he an app guy, is he? Oh, he's an he's a international famous surfer. You've heard of Kelly Slater. Oh, I thought he was a porn star. Yeah, I know who Kelly Slater is. He probably is. was at some stage. Yeah. Well, he... <laughs> <laughs> Who, whose wife hasn't masturbated to Kelly Slater? I mean, let's let's be serious. I mean, are we are we being serious here? Are you? I don't know if you're dropping the veil in your family situation or if you're. No, 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 no. My wife's the only my one. My wife doesn't, does not no. fucking. She doesn't even know who Kelly is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually a form of um, what's the word for it? Um, when you stop someone from, you make it not gaslighting. No, when you make it not in a society. Um, it's called what? When you stop someone from having, from learning Oppressive. about something. Yeah, so it's, there's a word. I've forgotten the word. Socio-oppression. I made that one up. Yeah, that, that's good. Mm. That's good. Um, while we're at it, my grandmother could use that. Oh, can I put it on my feet? Oh, I'm, not yeah. a, I'm not a cushion guy. Yeah. You know, I'm so well built. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm a bit of a rig. You built like three quarters of a brick shit house, eh? <laughs> three quarters. Yeah. I've dropped. <laughs> what's it, what's the, what's the word when you when you stop half, half you, you limit knowledge of something? Repress. Yeah, but there's a word. I said, Repress oh, is good. Yeah, when you um, I'm just thinking of like normal words now, like restrict or abstain or. That's what happens when you do podcasts on a Monday too, by the way. Bro, this is number two for the day. It's not. Jesus it's not even Monday. Christ. It's Tuesday. You should be. Fuck, there we go. Let's go. Yeah, Let's Jesus. go. Cheers to that. Um, here's here's to... Um, you need a fucking... Oh, that's your stout, by the way. Yeah, I'll get to it after I finish this. You, you're not going to be able to taste the stout after you drink that bloody... That, that's the point. That's a really good... Um, What is that again? Chaser? No, that, what's... That's, that's Ginger that. beer? You've, you've critiqued that, haven't you? Oh, review. Have you reviewed that? No, I haven't reviewed it. My coffee reviews, are, they're, they're getting... Oh, no. I, did, I, didn't, I, I don't know what I started here. Like, I'm getting to the point now where I've got Perth cafes reaching out and saying, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. well, you feel bad about fucking... Warming up, mate. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Perth cafes. um, Perth cafes reach out saying, oh, can you come and review our coffee? I'm like, this is all part of a warm-up campaign for my winter release. This has got nothing to do with coffee. I hope you know that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you, though? Um, Have you you thought about kind of getting the coffee on the road, critiques on the road? Right. Because they're really good. Right before we said... Uh, right before we started, I said, mm. how much do I do? Because as it turns out, mm. whatever I touch, I'm good at problem solving and learning. Yeah, don't touch me then. Right? Yeah. I'm good at figuring things out. Yeah. I do a coffee review. The first one's shaky, <clears throat> the second one's kind of, the third one, it's like, oh, cool, here's a structure, here's a format, he follows mm. it, I know what to expect, yeah. here's the uh, criteria, and then I repeat it. And every time mm. it gets a little bit better, I sharpen the sword, sharpen mm. the sword, and then you go, cool, now I'm a review guy. Mm. Dude, I've done fucking six reviews. I've seen those reviews, though. They're really good. But and they're dash cams. Yeah, I, I love just, it. Yeah, just mount on my yeah. phone. My phone mount in the car. Yeah, and the good thing about those those reviews, the only thing negative about it is the number. 
The, yeah. the, the, everything else is positive. Like, you know, uh, the service, I love them. Your, your reviews, I have never seen a review like that. Mm. It's because, uh, well, I'm assuming, like, A, I've had a coffee van. So I've made coffee, I've made thousands of coffees. I have yeah. trustability. Yeah. The second thing is I already talked to the camera. So I know how to talk to the camera. I know yeah. what's dead air. I know what's valuable. I know what's not valuable. Mm. And the third thing is, I've also been a business owner. Mm. So I'm not trying to shit on your business. Mm. I'm trying to, if I'm going to give you a low score, I have to justify it. Mm. And if I'm going to go as far as giving you a low score, it's like I have to say it with confidence. I have to say, this mm. is what it is. And most of the time, I'm yep. going to save you somewhere else. Yeah. And don't forget the cleanse palette, the, the palette cleanse that I did when I went to McDonald's. And I was like, and this is bullshit. Yeah. Because it is. And I knew it was going to be bullshit before I got it. And I was true. True to how it tasted, it was bullshit. I was going to bring up McDonald's in Trindale. Was it wasn't the flash one? No, it was Eaton. They Eaton. Don't, they don't clean the group head, dude. No, no, no. So they run a shot, oh. then they tap it out, and they just put more grounds in there. So okay. Essentially, oh, they don't get, they don't wipe it. No. So you're running hot water through already through nasty through already, and the, the problem is yeah. like it's not the top, it's the bottom. So you're caking on more bottom, more bottom, more bottom, more bottom, mm. until you've just got like the past twelve coffees that you've had, or since the last time it was cleaned, passing through there. Yeah. That's why it tastes like dish soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Let's talk about coffee for a minute. You want to go there? Yeah, I've I've, I've made two fifty to three hundred coffees a day myself. Yeah, and so we, we 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 can talk. Yeah, you probably have more experience than me then. No, no, I, I didn't like that day. <laughs> oh a, no. Yeah, no, I didn't like the three hundred coffee day. Yeah, I'm, I like your hundred coffee day. You know, having a chat and kind of you know. Hundred coffees make it, usually like one person four or five hours. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Just... So I learned to make coffee uh, from a guy in Cottesloe, like this crazy Italian bloke. Yeah, and he was like three group three group head three 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 group heads. Yeah. Um, just talking to the customers. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking the orders himself. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with a girl helping him to... And so he was this beast, right? So I said, look, can you teach me how to make coffee? So he taught me about... Um, he's, he's an Italian guy, right? He said, oh, do you, do, do you use um, low-fat milk? He said, oh, fuck that. I yeah. just put a bit, bit of water in it. Yeah. I, this is a guy that just does not fucking... He's purist. Yeah. Mm. But he... But he Plays to his own fiddle too. Mm. So he taught me about um, the course of the grind. Mm -hmm. The yeah, the grind. So the course. So it's better to grind coarse and to pack harder. Yeah, and do and a double fine. Yeah, a double right. pack. Like the grind coarse, pack, and then course again, then pack again. Yeah. So you've got this kind of double pack. Yeah. So all that kind of interesting stuff. We've just gone through a whole process with Homegirl's machine actually because she's got a Smeg just auto espresso machine. Auto yeah. in that you still have a group head and a handle and you like have to. You know, put the grind in, tamp it, put it in, everything. But it's only got like an like an auto single or an auto double. So the timing and the amount is all fixed. Okay. So yeah, you okay. adjust everything yep. else around that. Yeah. Because obviously you've got like four things you can adjust, and you adjust them all to the coffee, to the machine, to what you're trying to get to yeah. get the cup that you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. So with hers, we had to go through this whole thing where like all of a sudden it just wasn't getting pressure. So I'm googling it and figuring it all out, and I realized like, oh, this pressure solenoid. Um, in front of the pump is gone. Yeah. That, that's what it is. So I've taken it to a coffee machine mechanic. Shout out Dwayne from Bunbury Coffee Machine Servicing and Repairs, I think he's called. Hit him up on Facebook. He's a good dude. Um, and he's like, bro, there's nothing wrong with your machine. Come pick it up. Yeah. I love Bunbury Coffee Machines, by the way. My, yeah. daughter, my daughter's doing, doing a barista course tomorrow there. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they, mm. they were my coffee machine suppliers and bean suppliers while I had my coffee van. Unknown. Well, to be unknown in Bunbury. But they make a fucking great coffee too. Great, crazy, yeah. Mm, mm. So um, I, I go around there and he shows me with a single, with a double. It's like everything's all good. Mm. Take it home. The problem comes back. I'm like, dickhead. I look at what she's using. She changed the coffee. 
So she's changed the coffee and all these problems have started. I've come in, started problem solving. I'm like, oh, we're having this problem. Done the whole whip round to realize, oh, let's use this old coffee at the back that we know works. And yeah. sure enough, it was a grinder problem. Grinder? Grinder. Am I looking? Yeah, I like this beanie. Yeah, you happy with it? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I'm a beanie um, guy. I mean, I've, I've come here with this, which is, a, you know, but it's, it's feel like, like like a cat's trying to... Maybe it's a boy's beanie. To be honest with you, I would never pick that up off the shelf. That is so far away from what I'd ever wear. But you know, they're onto beanies, right? Mm. You know, the quality of beanies just generally available in, in and around the place, you know? The gap between like what you buy at a surf shop and like a thin chillate beanie from yeah. like Kathmandu. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah. The only problem with Kathmandu is that their colours can be... Yeah, boring. I've had one Kathmandu beanie. It was just fucking crazy. I've got a photo of it somewhere. It's like, it's like, like um, kind of really nice, like a topaz, like a really brilliant bright blue. Yeah. And then a purple and then a white and then back and oh, just like yeah, thin yeah, little yeah. stripes like that. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. And I, and I wore it everywhere until it died. It yeah. just died. I mean, I think my, my, hair, my hair oil just fucked it. That's a real surfy like, beanie though. What? Like that, that speck of like the, the stripe. I mean, even yeah. the, the um, blue, white, and light blue in that, that's a very surfy beanie. And just a nice little, it's not too, you know, you get these skull caps that look like, like Pope's hats, you yeah. know, and they just pop off. Yeah. And just the ones that are just, just long enough without the fold-up. Because I'm not a fold-up guy. Yeah, true, true. You're a fold-up guy. I love the fold-up. Yeah. I wear that off the top of my ears, though. You're a good-looking guy, you know, like, you know, you're I'm young. I'm like a nine out of ten. Good-looking, yeah. yeah. It's silly. I go nine. One of my eyes is lower than the other, which kind of puts me off. Jesus other Christ. Than that, the smile is fucking... Is yeah, you reckon you're the next Ragnar. I reckon they're going to do it again. Ragnar? And they're going to pick you up. You reckon? You just, just don't walk around fucking certain parts of Switzerland and you'll be, or Sweden and you'll be okay. You'll, you'll miss that boat. What do, you, what do you mean? Well, you know, you look a bit Ragnar-ish. Yeah. You know? It's and Ragnar's, he's a bit washed up. He's doing beer now, right? He's got his own oh, beer label. So true. he's kind of, he's, he's got a gut. Yeah. Sorry. Travis Fimmel is his name. Yeah. He came around here recently, didn't he? He was in Bustledon, yeah. no, Dunsborough, at my mate's bottle shop. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah, and, yeah. He's, and chicks are just walking in going, fuck off. Yeah, what is I've happening? I've been masturbating to you quite recently. He's and got you the, turn up in here. He's got the yeah. blue eyes, though, eh? Ah, he's got, he's got the pack. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a bit of a gut, though. He's let himself go a little bit. But, you know, he's, he's probably sick of getting laid. Yeah. Truth be told. You get the point where you're like, oh, fuck, I'm over pussy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens when you're 80 or yeah. when you're him. You yeah, know? well, apparently it didn't happen to Homeboy the other day with his fucking... What's, Who's that in? No, a dude that, um, he's like 70-something and he's and he got that chick pregnant, the 29-year-old, yeah. uh, the godfather. What's his name? Come on. Oh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro did, and the other one. Al Pacino? Um, yeah. Jeez, but you know, you only have to spill your beans into a cup and then kind of like, you know, get a funnel if you right. want to. Imagine he doesn't have it. He's not filling up a cup full of beans, if you know what I mean. Like, no, no, he'd be smearing at the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, like in kind of like, you know, massaging it in. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Go stand upside down for a while as well. <laughs> yeah, so it's a handstand, right? It's a handstand and kind of like, jiggle. And him kind of like, you know, got it on his, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he went too far though. I don't know. Well, I thought this was a podcast we went too far. Yeah, no, that was the last Sorry one about that. Sorry about that, Pete. Um, and just by the way, another plug for um, Froth Brewery. Amazing um, hazy pale ale. We're, I'm, we're just about to get into that soon. Do we get another? If ginger I can beer? get you away from ginger beer, if I can get you. No, I didn't. Because you you got a ginger beer fetish. I, no, it's, you're, so, you're so dude, the man doesn't drink, and then I have a couple of ginger beers, and now I'm like I got a fetish. Well, have a taste of the stout. 
Connors. Yeah, I'll get there. I'll finish yeah. this. And then... but Pete's sit, sitting at home watching this watching this podcast going, well, you know, I'm supporting this. I've get put big stout, money into please. this. Yeah. <laughs> get to the stout. I've invested a bloody t-shirt and a hat into this kid. Let's fucking go. Yeah, oh, let's talk about the hat. Mm. Only you could make that hat look good. A Coldaroy hat. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, as a, as a, like, this is the thing, as a clothing decorator, mm. I find myself, like, immediately, like, oh, that's a heat press, you know, it's probably a full cotton shirt, I could do that, I couldn't do that. Mm. Like, look at this, this is a fucking great hat, this is not just a Do you like that? Yeah, because, yeah. A, it's a nice hat, this is an AS cord hat, Colderoy, mm. fits well, and, like, being AS, you know, it's going to be, it's got, it's got, it's got a life to it, same as that beanie, so yeah. same as all my, um, jumpers and all the rest, they're just, mm-hmm. it's just good. AS. And then the, yep. um, embroidered patch has been sewn on. Yeah. It's like it's a nice quality fucking cool hat. Yeah, and a cup couple of Yeah, I think Peter from Frost got some um got some real got some real kind of like art deco credibility too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, like you can have you can have a killer. <clears throat> well, who else did it? Um who, What the what the cordery cat nah, in particular? The, the wild what is it, Wild Brewing Co? Well a wild Every, everyone has their fucking jumpers. Yeah, and everyone. the beanies aren't bad either. I see the jumpers everywhere yeah. though. Oh, the wild hop? Yeah. yeah. down south. The part, yeah, yeah. the part that pisses me off is that mm. it's not a very good looking jumper. Like nothing no. against them. Like I, no. like I fuck with it. It's cool. Mm. But it's like it's not like it's an awesome jumper. You're like, oh, that makes sense. Everyone would want that. Yeah. You know, it's just a standard jumper with their name on it. Yeah. And I don't know whether they're running like a buy two drinks, get a jumper for free deal or something, but every motherfucker has one of those jumpers. You know? Yeah, look, honestly, they're beanies because they're a, they're a single beanie, no no fold up. Yeah. No offense to fold up beanies. You're gonna go, aren't you? You're gonna go the the stout. Right, I know what I'm Legend. doing. I'm not fucking around. So, Froth have just bought out these growlers, for want of a better term. I think they're flagging as well. Um, just out today, I, the first time I've seen them, and don't quote me, thirty dollars, thirty dollars, including the bottle, which is really cool, um, and whatever you get in it. And then you go back and get the refill, you know, for two dollars, two dollars a refill. Sorry, for, sorry, Pete. Um, but yeah, great, great brewery, um, great people, great. The food is amazing at Froth, by the way. It's it's one of those things that you. It's, it's almost like a four star oh, uh, English pub grub meal, but with so many, so much subtlety and so much. The food's amazing. Let's just put it that. Leave it at that. Fuck yeah, I love the uh, color. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like looking at the, the devil, dude. Yeah, it's like you're gonna have a fucking night tonight. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm a stout guy. I just I, I love it because it's it's a very relaxing alcohol. A stout. It's like they feed it to pregnant mothers if you ne- if you need to get relaxed back Is in that... the day. Yeah. Um, mm. what, do you, what do you want to talk about, mate? They used I'm to just give cocaine really to people who were dying as well. <laughs> how do I get in that list? How do you fake a density? How close to dying do I need to be before I qualify? Mm. Let's talk about that. Um, I bought. Some seeds on the alternative web. On the dark web. I bought some coke seeds. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, and I can't find anyone to grow it because you, you know, you've got to grow it at altitude. So I bought 12. I've got none left. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I gave it to one guy who said he was a horticulturalist. And then he went to South Africa and didn't come back. And I'm like, you know, you're, how committed are you? Well, he sounds like a horticulturalist. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, can you imagine? This is, they banned this... They ban this, the seeds and the leaves of this product, mm. of this plant, you know? I think it gives you some sort of um, uh, psychoactive high if you refine it and put it through a process and then blow it into someone's asshole. Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't looked into that, that part. Dude, I haven't partied that hard yet, but yeah. it's on the list. 
gosh. On the list. It's just all about finding the fucking comrades to do it with. Yeah, you know? your anus is very important. Yeah. I, I, my, no shit. My health guru suns his ass for 30 seconds a day. Because it... Serious. Yeah. Because he reckons that 30 seconds of sunlight on your anus, mm-hmm. anus, as um, Borat calls it, yeah. is equivalent to eight hours good sunlight exposure. Mm. What's he doing with the rest of the day then? He just hangs out and just... He's done enough. He's done enough. I'm going to make the bed now if I need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's um. Who did the research though? I wouldn't have a clue. You know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry. I've got heaps yeah. of questions now. <laughs> Come on, mate. Oh, well, this no, is not just your show. What would you say his... Um, his uh, what was his title? He's a health guru. His, um, his tag on Instagram is certified health nut. Does he have the certificate or is that just like a... It's a tag. Yeah. Yeah, so he's... He's fucking cool though. He's like, he's 56 and he just... He, and he's got um, the flexibility to sun his asshole for 30 seconds oh, he, a day. You can see him in the shot. There's his ankle there and there's an ankle there. <laughs> and know? he's just smiling, looking oh, at the camera. Yeah. Holding the froth growler, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, if he puts it around the other side, it becomes something else, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that becomes like a, a fucking, you go on a list if you do do it the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> it's a good list though to be on. Yeah, well, you, you, your only mates are the other people on the list. <laughs> I <laughs> told you that was good, didn't I? It's not bad. Yeah. It's, um, it's quite a, it's like a, it's like a characteristic bitterness to it. It's not like a mm. yuck bitter. It's like a, I can tell that there's a process behind this bitterness where I feel like a lot mm. of beers, it feels like mass produced bitter. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Kind of in the same way that like Coca-Cola just feels like mass produced refined sugar. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel special. Like a Dr. Pepper feels special. A Coca-Cola yeah. is like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, so doc, Dr. Pepper you like? 100%. What's good, so good about Dr. Pepper? I think it's... Dr. Pepper is good if, you, if you've got big gaps between it. Between your teeth? Between... Oh, between drinking it. Between yeah. drinking it. Otherwise you... Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you end up with big gaps between your teeth. Yeah, you're like missing teeth. Yeah. But yeah. no, I think the thing about um, <clears throat> Dr. Pepper is, is like it's in the category of soft drink and mm. it's so far away from what a typical soft drink is mm. that I just like, you're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't realise this was like... It's got something going on. That it's got molasses going on and stuff. Has it got some It almost some notes? be like a date flavour or a... Um, yeah, it's got a weird flavour to it because not cherry because you can get cherry Dr. Pepper and that tastes like cherry Dr. Pepper, but it yeah. definitely tastes like there's something going on where you're like... Yeah, yeah. it's in that like golden syrup date... Yeah, you know, like or, like yeah. it's, it tastes like a natural sugar that shouldn't exist. You ever yeah. had a date that's so good that you have it and you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, like dates yeah. that are like that. Yeah, yeah, that's very similar. But they're slightly they're dried, obviously dates, but they're slightly kind of aged as well. That's right. You th- that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, and like room yeah. temperature. So they're like, as soon as you put them in your mouth, you kind of handle them too much. They start mm. like getting goopy. You put them in your mouth, and you're like, what the fuck? How's yeah. this? How's this natural? Yeah. And, th- and that's going back to kind of like art- artisanal made stuff. Like, you know, I, I make my own sauerkraut. Yeah. Uh, I-, I-, I gravel axe salmon. I'm a bit of a foodie. I don't even know what the last three words you said. Gravel axe salmon. Oh, gravel axe. Gravel axe um, is, is Nordic for grav, meaning buried. Right. Grave, grav. Yeah. And lax is salmon, fish. Right. So what they used to do, they used to salt their fish and then bury it. And they bury it for like, you know, periods up from three to two weeks. So that so that it'd cure the cure the salmon, right? And so gravelax salmon, it's pretty well known. Um, if you're a foodie, mm. <laughs> quite it's more of a fucking yeah, dude. It's yeah, so far away. What do you do when <clears throat> once it's cured? You just have it. Oh, you slice it raw. It's essentially still raw, but it's there's a certain if it's only three days old. It, there's a certain it's just 
um, it's just cured, which is it's salted and, and kills the outside bacteria. And it's still like, it's like sashimi, but it's got, but you put, but you put vodka, good salt, um, lemon rind, um, and um, some herb, some kind of herb. Yeah, okay. The, the, the Nordics, the Swedish version is they use um, dill. Yep. And it gives it that little bit of, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's like, it's like, Interesting. It's like salmon salami. Yeah. You know? Um, but uh, and if you bear it for more than three days and it goes for two weeks, you get this kind of almost probiotic effect where it's kind of oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. like eating, your de- eating, eating your gut health. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is pretty cool. What do you do for gut health, by the way? What's your routine? I've, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Um, I've got, my gut health is a bit out at the moment. Right. Um, but I'm getting older, so um, you've, got to, you've got to constantly keep You're almost like proactive about it rather than just kind of, you know, at the moment I can mm. get away with not really paying attention if something fucks up. You're yeah. Like, Fix it, get back to normal. Your young gut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so I fast. Mm. So if my gut's a bit out of kilter, I'll fast for like seven days, no food. And then I come back with um, like a softly with a like with a gut happy juice like with beetroot juice and that mm. kind of thing. So as you get older, you can mask stuff with with with, with um, pharmaceuticals, anti-inflammatories, you know, um, and, and acids and all that kind of stuff. But if you like to eat food, sometimes you get you're naughty and you'll eat this weird combination of foods, and your gut will go out over over the say the festive season. Yeah. So you got to how how am I going to put my gut back into 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 you know being okay again so you just stop eating yeah <clears throat> you know and then, give everything <clears throat> a chance to calibrate recalibrate and kind of start from scratch yeah and then then what you do you introduce just basic like a prebiotic which is like uh, a mashed um uh, sweet potato yeah which is fibrous and it it's a great um a great place for uh, if you so if you eat sweet potato and then and with sauerkraut it's a great the fiber in sour, um, sweet potato is a great place for the bacteria and sauerkraut to grow and yeah juice, okay you know? and then you but you know people just kind of blaze on like oh fuck oh, you know jew fish meat pizza bread and they wonder why the fuck they they starting to swallow pills like they're going yeah. out of fashion because they you know they're stuck and they've got a gut out, out to here yeah you know and i'm naughty like i like to have a rolly yeah every now and then i like to have you know 15 beers on a a week on a bad week yeah and you know so you've got to you've got to stop every now and then if you get I older. think yeah the everything in moderation including moderation is a mm. very good yeah. very good tenant to live by I think it's like gives you because mm. this is the thing like I said we're going back to the start there's bad shit in life that you're gonna do mm. you know you're gonna do it it doesn't yeah. matter you know sometimes you're even gonna speed in your car and not use your indicator there's bad shit in life that you're gonna do but I think yeah. it's about actualizing the human experience and being able to go like yes there are things in my life that I know about are bad I shouldn't be smoking this cigarette I shouldn't be mm. having this KFC but I'm going to let myself do it on this one occasion. And mm. I, I remember I used to have, when I was back in my fucking <clears throat> professional speed skating days, I had this really Woo! smart coach. Yeah. And she um, she was very smart at giving life advice that was also applicable to skating. Mm. And she said, nothing is too bad as long as you enjoy it in that moment. Mm. Like Nothing is bad for you as long as in that moment when you're having it, you know, assuming the moderation clause has been met. But you go, right, I haven't had KFC for a month, I'm going to have KFC. When you get oh, the KFC yeah. and you smell it and you oh, get home, yeah. if every part of you is like, I'm all but naked right now enjoying yeah. this KFC, it's yeah, worth it. Yeah. But if you're there going like, this literally smells like shit and mm. like I work this up for a month and you get it and it's like, and it tastes like this and then you get a sore guts afterwards, it's mm. like, you know if it was worth it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Here, yeah. you know if it, here, mm. you know if it was worth it. 
Mm. You know, but if you're there kind of second guessing, it's like, well, yeah, it's just easy. Don't do this yeah. again. And you know, the gut has an intelligence of, of its own, right? Well, that's where all the intelligence starts is in your gut. Yeah. Your gut just c- controls everything. As, and therefore, the, f- the gut feeling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's the word we're, we're thinking about. Censorship. Sense. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, remember we we're talking Your about scripture makes sense now. Yeah. Not, not, not letting everybody know and cutting out all, all a lot of the things that you don't want society to hear. That's the truth. Yeah. Censorship. Yeah. Don't want to talk. It's nice to see you, by the way. Yeah, and you. It's nice to see you. We we get on pretty well. We're both ADD. Yeah. HD. There's an H in you. Yeah. I've got an H in mine too. I, I don't agree. <clears throat> I don't. I'm, uh, yeah, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, LB. The list gets longer. L B G T L B Q T. We jumped a topic, but yeah, go on. Yeah, I'll, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So you're ADD, yeah. so LGBTQ. Hey, don't you start on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll listen to you. You know, I don't know where to start with with, with your, all your products that you sell. Yeah. You know, and how much of an amazing business person you are. But you know, you are definitely ADD, and it helps in business. Yeah. Yeah. You do need to kind of have a diary. I think. Um, but you know. But uh, where, where were we? No, no, I think it's a good point. I think, um, so let's say... Yeah, hang on, just let me just... See, yep. The headwear is getting to you, I like no, it. No, I love it. I lo- I lo- but, you know, I like my own hair too. My wife says I look sexy with Dude, this hair. you've got gangster hair. Thanks a lot. It's such good hair. Yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to getting the fucking... The, what, what do you <laughs> call it? The, the silverback, the silverback, yeah. you know? But this is the thing, like, I never want to cut my hair, but I realize yeah. there's going to be a day where it will recede to a point where it's like it's sensible to cut it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I'm mm. there, that's that's the hair that I want. Well, you know, silverback's good, right? Mm. But I've gone to white. So right. I'm going, I'm going to, in through the white stage. So, you know, I, I wanted to dye it. I wanted to dye it yellow. No. Because there's a lot of yellow dyeing at one stage. Don't do that. And then I thought about blue. My wife has just kyb washed both of them. She said, you know, you're not going to get laid. I'm not getting laid now anyway. Do you look like fucking a wannabe M&M if you dye it yellow? 100%. Yeah, I'm not aging M&M. Right. Oh, say it. Just say it. A fucking hilarious yeah. M&M. Yeah. All right. Bro, you be... Oh, we got to do it now. <laughs> oh, but, oh, no, I will. We'll put one of those temporary ones in. Like a rinse. No, commit to it. Or yeah. we'll just spray paint your head yellow. So, so, so yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, so, what's the plus? You got LGBTQ, right? Bro, I don't give what's a the plus? fuck what the plus is. What's the, what is the plus? I don't though? know. Is that just wait, waiting for another? Yeah. Oh, just in case one of these didn't work, have that one. It's going know? on. It's it's going on. There's but a lot, also, lot of like, on. I encourage anyone who's invested and involved in those letters yeah. to like give a fuck about my life. Say it again. What, what do you mean? Like, I don't know mm. because it doesn't affect me. <clears throat> and yep. I'm not better. I don't think that I'm better than being a progressive human when it does mm. affect me. Like, if I hire a staff member, it's important to them. I'll bring it under my umbrella. Yeah. But while it doesn't affect me, I shouldn't even be having this conversation because it doesn't fucking matter what I think. Yes. Right? And more importantly, I don't make, I don't aim or aspire to make viral content trying to tell people that the way I live is the only way to live and that mm. you have to adhere to the way I live, mm. right? Mm. Because they're not even selling anything. Mm. It's not like if everyone goes like, oh, okay, I accept whatever the fuck you identify as today, that they get rich or that they have a better life or that anything changes. They are contrarians. They are people who are talking to hear their own voice. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't fucking care what the plus means. Yeah. You know? I care as much about what that plus means as what they know about cotton and poly combinations in materials and when you go to heat press vinyl onto them. Yeah. Fucking nothing. So what are you really trying to say? Bro, if you need <laughs> decorated garments for your business or brand, contact Black Ink for your garment decorating needs. 
That's what he's trying to say. You see that? Don't worry about the plus sign. Yeah, man. Thanks. Fuck the Sorry plus sign. Yeah, my apologies. Plus yeah. a little fucking tip on top. That's what it means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cheers. Cheers. Here's to froth. To froth. Thanks, Peter and the boys. So. Mm. Mm. But going back in conversation. Yeah. The ADD thing. Time's there for you, by the way. Yeah, I'm just looking. Just, my wife's going to give me a call soon. And she's going to go, let's, let's chop you out of here. But that won't take, that, that'll won't be for ages. We're good. Really? Yeah. What time is she coming? I don't know. But I just thought I'd tell you oh, that just, yeah, just to yeah, make yeah. you a little bit worried and so we can talk in short, choppy sentences. Did you say that you, start you, to fuck with me? You, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oi, I know this guy's ADD. Let's ramp him up. Yeah, ramp him up. I'm going to be out of here in 25 <laughs> minutes, bro. What do you want to <laughs> talk about? <laughs> this is going to blow. So, the ADD uh, and business yeah. thing, I think that you've got, and like this is, of course, my stupid opinion of someone who doesn't have any education Mm. but you've got a lot of people out there with ADD and ADHD like symptoms and experience Mm. whether they have it or not I'm not going to touch but they have the experience of someone who has the symptoms yeah that are involved with that thing yeah and the problem is if it's the same as what I'm experiencing I was talking about this with Maddie this morning Dr. Mm. Maddie Bohr I can handle like when I was on my coffee van, I mm. can talk to you, mm. see her walking up, have your coffee order on the go, start hers and the one that I know she's going to take back for her desk, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure out the maths, have yeah, a conversation yeah. and think about what I'm doing yeah. after this. Yeah. And yeah. know like she's going to come with a 50, he's got mm. a coffee card. I can have all that going on at one time. Mm. When you have a situation that benefits from you being able to focus on more than one thing at once, it's great. Yeah. But when yeah. you're a fucking truck driver... Mm. Sitting in the same seat, doing the mm. same shit in an automatic road train, mm. that's when you start going crazy and you need to mm. be dulled down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I see this as like, I've got 4,000 things going on at once mm. and I could probably use another one and I can find it and fill that void in my mind. Yeah. So I've got this situation for myself where it's like, oh, all these things are happening. Of course, mm. I need heaps of things to be happening to feel fulfilled. Mm. I need that to feel like I'm valuable and like mm. I'm needed, like my business needs me if I'm doing, if I have all these things going and require me to be there. Mm. And during the growth phase, of it, it's not sustainable, but right mm. now for the growth phase of my business, mm. could not be a better fit. Mm. So my job now, I don't think is to medicate this or even identify no. whatever's going on. It's to just keep using mm. it as a fuel yeah. to live mm. in a life that I want to live so the lifestyle yeah. is benefiting me. It benefits my family, mm. benefits my community and my mm. network mm. and ultimately benefits my business as well so I can actually make money and sustain this whole thing. Mm. So yeah, I think if, if there's someone out there that's like, you know, there is something abnormal about me or I feel like I've got 120 or 100 or 200% of the energy I need, mm. Go burn it off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know? We don't, and you know, like our pharmaceutical industry med- want to medicate you. That's right. They want to, they want to diagnose people that can't concentrate They want to monetize skills. that problem. Yeah, 100%. Like, you mm. can't sit in a chair and you, and you want to be active. Like, you know, like uh, someone said to me recently, like, you know, the schooling system, putting boys in chairs. It's crazy. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a crime against boys, you know? So, like, look, someone like you who's a... Um, a what do they say when, uh, um, when you're an alcoholic, but you're uh, you're useful? You can still do oh, things. A functioning alcoholic. You're a functioning person, but they want to call you ADHD because you can't sit in a chair at school. Yeah, I can sit in a fucking chair like a like a truckie. Yeah, but you know, but why would you want to diagnose me with something that that's bad? It's it's the system that's fucked. There's also the why. <clears throat> you know, like I have a. Sorry about that. If we're gonna go, I'm just gonna double check. Everything's all good. If we're gonna go mm. deep into the um into thanks, that thanks, kind Pete. of yeah. Uh, topic I always had to understand the why you know what I mean yeah. and like right now 
why do you do the podcast? Why do you do shirts? Why mm. do you do the content? It's because it's all, I know the why. I have mm. a mission in my business and it all folds back onto that mission. I know the why. Mm. But when you're sitting there and you're like, we're going to learn this fucking form of algebra today. And I'm like, why? And they say, because you're going to use it one day. Mm. I have the experience of a fucking 12 year old. I don't know what that means. I'm going to use it one day. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? So yeah. far, I've been sheltered by my parents and put through fucking private school. Algebra has mm. never been a thing. And now you're in, and for no reason. Mm -hmm. you so, so that was your experience at 12. Oh, 15, whatever, yeah. whenever you learned. I had the same experience with trigonometry. The trigonometry was just like, what the fuck mm. is this shit about? What's like, I'm, I'm not trying to solve a quadratic equation for a bridge. So mm. why the hell do you want to teach me now? And this is quite, quite, be quite simple. Basic stuff's okay. But yeah. we should be, maybe so bold as to tell you what I, feel, what I feel about education. Yeah, sure. I think modern education in Australia is so broken, it's not funny. Finland are making us look like fucking idiots. Okay. Right. What does so, Finland do? Well, Finland, like that. So, for instance, right, they'll go listen. The school we've, we've got a school and we've got a school project. So the year threes will be will, will be observing. So they'll do the drawings of the bridge. Mm. We're gonna say we're gonna do a bridge. It's got to hold this much weight. So the year twelves will be doing the applied stuff. So they'll be designing it and making sure it all works. Right. So everyone in that school, whether you're artistic, whether you're Whatever level you are, this is a project that you can all put into. Yeah. Right? So you learn as humans to do stuff which is practical yeah. and doesn't make you wrong because you can't get that block of shit done in that on that particular day. Yeah. You know? Have you seen That's that? That's a problem, right? For kids. Well, well I mean, there's such a big conversation because you go like 100%, that's a utility, that, that's mm. a situation where we can kind of like, pinpoint we go like oh artistic mm. oh active mm. oh book nerd mm. oh you know i think like you're talking about a complete restructuring of the schooling not just a criterion the schooling system mm. because at the moment we've got this and i'm i know i'm beating a dead horse here but for the sake of covering the whole topic we've got beat a, it mate beat it we've oh. got a system that's controlled by mm. bells we've Who's? got a system bells by bells at eight o'clock oh yeah 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 the f it's prison shit, right? Mm. You're going to be in this class at this time. You're going to sit down for an hour. Bell's going to go off. You go to the next class. Bell goes off. Mm. You get a little 20-minute break. Bell goes off. You go to the next class. Mm. So you've got this structure. If you wake up at 6, you get to school by 7.30. You're in your first class by 8. You've mm. learned something by 9, right? Yep. So then you go on to... Then you've got a curriculum that... I mean, if we look at the example of social media marketing, right? We've got mm. a curriculum that is outdated in a time that is moving forward at an exponential rate, unlike we've ever seen before in the history of humanity. Yeah. So we're teaching kids things that are relevant to a point, but in reality, we're not teaching kids any sort of emotional intelligence and how to deal with the oh, things that they face online. 100%. We're not teaching them how to market themselves to, and to understand properly what you're putting online and the implications that has in the future. Mm. And then on top of that, we're not mm. teaching them the structure of these apps that they're using that are pretty much going to determine how they're going to live the, the entire rest of their lives. Mm. Why? It takes mm. three to five years to get these things into the cur curriculum. Mm. Once they're in the curriculum, you've got to have a teacher that also knows them intimately to be able to teach them. Not some six-year-old dude who's been teaching uh, fucking algebra for the past 30 years yes yes right yes. So we're now in a situation where like you're 100 percent right mm. the questions are how do we do it mm. how do we get everyone on board mm. and once we do decide on how to do it how to get everyone well what does it look like yeah you well know? at least we've got to start talking about it yeah which is what we're doing now right yeah once Two you start super talking smart about it, guys on a podcast 100 percent. you're mm. 30 30 fuck all yep i'm 50 can't tell you mm. and um you know but if when we talk about it it happens. Things happen. Yeah, for sure. And we go out and talk about it in the community. But 
that's where it starts. You yeah. know, we, we have a we have a, a, a an education system based on getting people. Your dad's at the at the bomb factory, and your mum's at, and and your mum's working at the bomb factory. Mm. She's she's doing something with paper. He's doing he's making bombs or fucking something like that to fight a stupid war that someone else decided. two fucking wankers decided to have a crack at. Yeah, and your kid's got to got to do something with the kid, ten hours a day. You know, like that, that's that's where it comes from. Post industrial revolution shit. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's mm. it's interesting. I um. I like my my whole shit that I'm doing like in life comes down to one day I'm going to have a child or children mm. and I need all the lifestyle already sorted I need all the finances already sorted and there is no perfect time so don't give me the no. fucking generational thing of like there's no but just do it now it's all good I got a plan 100 year plan <laughs> we're year 2 of a 100 year plan I know what I'm doing yeah. just leave me alone point mm. being is when that day comes that she goes mm. yeah. hey this is happening I want to be able to say, yeah, fuck yeah, and we can do it 100%. And I'm going to be yeah. there, and you're going to be there. You and, and Riz. There's, yeah. Hi, me, Riz. Me and Riz. There's yeah. no, oh, well, if we sell this, and we can, and you get that job, and maybe no. we can re... To me, that's not really fucking doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am not margin... Uh, I'm not at all like the majority. No one thinks like this. Nobody... Most of the people aren't afforded the maturity when this decision is going to be made to to like be able to actually have data and make that decision. Like mm. I'm 30 and thinking about this. Most people accidentally or get put into a situation where they're pregnant mm. before they're 25. You mm. know? Mm. And like mm. whether that's through like, oh, my friends are doing it. I think we should do it. Or whether, you know, you accidentally get pregnant and you both decide it's a good idea. Or whether, you know, mum and dad got pregnant at 18, so so am I. Mm. I don't know mm. what that is. Mm. But I mm. do know... That as a 30-year-old looking at all the data, it's like, okay, cool. If I knuckle down for another three years, mm. we're in a lot better situation where that first 12 months can be as rocky as it wants. Yeah. And I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and also doing and doing some emotional education too. Like m- my wife and I, we went through a bit of a rocky bit mm. because we just learned from our mums and dads. Mums humans, were, yeah. Yeah. So we decided when we went through the rocky bit that... Um, to go and do some some further education when it comes to relationships, you know, and we're still just as still just like everybody else. But you know, I, I I like her more than I did. Well, we'd be broken up, but we'd be split up by now, you know. And and, and if you look around, most people around you are split up by the time they are forty. Yeah. You know, they're onto their next relationship, you know. So you know, I you gain a friend mm. for a start. You know, and so it's worth doing that kind of that, that education. You sound like you're doing. You sound like you and Riz are kind of sailing as well but you will get to a stage when post kid that you just you know yeah yeah of course you know so, course. and like I, and I recommend right this is this is what controversial when you have when Riz is going to have her first baby don't go around the front oh you're to the side or something you don't want to see the vagina when it's fully distended mm. you know you don't want to that that you know the vaginas are just a it's just a beautiful thing that you see just before you make love to a woman yeah, it's you like know? a flower that's not fully open, but it's on its way. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it almost has a sound to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the sound well, I was singing. Five hundred and thirty-six hertz. Yeah, I was going to go with a note, but yeah, mm. go with the fucking yeah. vibration instead. See, for, for whatever you look, I just say to every bloke out there, this is only my opinion, but try it on. Think about it. Is don't go around the front. You don't want to see your your woman's lovely thing, flower, you know, the size of a small baby's head. Yeah, it's a crazy thing. Hey, that's like... Yeah, hold a hand. Mm. Mm. Sorry. 
No, know? no, it's it's all stuff that I mean, I'm in that situation where like I'm I've had a vasectomy for seven years, so I'm I'm like a I take information that I hear from my elders very seriously. No. Yeah. Well how are you gonna have a baby? I'll fucking keep trying, that's what I'll do. Oh, no. so no, you yeah, well, so you, So I've had a vasectomy, which is uh So the testicles are still making sperm. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens with a vasectomy is you're severing the connection of the veins deference between the, te- the testes and the penis. So yeah. basically what happens is you still ejaculate. Everything happens. Everything comes out the same. But the, the small bit of sperm that the testes put into that ejaculate actually just goes into the sac and dissipates into your bloodstream. And Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. It's crazy. So how are you going to have babies? You're going, to, you're going to take it directly out of the... Out of the so there's a few ways you can do it. Um, so basically what happens, if you imagine that veins deference as a hose... Yeah. What they normally do is they'll chop the hose and they tie this into a knot and yeah. they tie that into a knot so you've got two knots floating around. What they did with me is, and this is a more desirable oh, one. Yeah. I get it. I'll just, just process that. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got yeah. two ropes that work, that, so the two, uh, a hose that was connected that's now just two knots floating around, right? So when they reconnect that, they cut the knots off the end, they restitch it together. They. Oh, that, so you can reverse it. You can reverse it, it right? Okay. So, with that said, with yeah. younger guys that may want to have kids again, yeah. they do this, um, and you have to go to a particular um, doctor to get this done, which yeah. I did. Dr. Snowball, awesome name for someone who does vasectomies. That's not a real name. That's, I know! What not the fuck are we name. talking That's about? Fuck stupid, off. I'm making this up. Yeah, he's, I know. he's doing a runner right now. Yeah. He's just, Dude, oh, he's retired now. Yeah, he's yeah. retired he's now. He's in Switzerland for fuck's sake, and he's now he's... Sven. Yeah. Sven. Gronowski. Yeah, Sven yeah, Gronowski. And snowball my ass. Right? Yeah. So Sorry. what what he did is uh, so same piece of hose. He mm. cuts this off, and the part that goes to the penis is completely left. Mm. So that's just a hose. Yeah. And then this part here, they stuff with gauze. They put a net over the top of, and then they put a rubber band around the net. And what eventually ends up happening is that gauze blocks everything. The net and the rubber band dissipate going to your bloodstream, and you're just left with a blocked a blocked pipe. So basically, you've got one bit that you've got to cut out rather than two knots. Yeah. They just find that top hose, yeah. get the bottom hose, cut that bit of gauze off, reconnect it, Bob's your uncle. Fucking hell. What, it's amazing what they can do. Yeah, they do it all through your butthole as well. It's amazing what they can do. Butthole. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's the one thing about a vasectomy is they're going into your ball bag while you're awake. Butthole. Yeah. Can... <laughs> Okay, you do, I want you to do Dude, butthole. it's the same way that you sun your ass. You yeah. just throw your legs up and fucking... <laughs> you, can do, you, you can do it. Why, why aren't you doing it regularly? I might be doing it. Sun it, mate. Like, seriously, I'm going to... I've got, I've got, short, I've got, I've got little legs. <laughs> I can't get my legs up. So I'm like, I'm like when I pull my legs, I go forward. Now, what you do is you put some cuffs around your, your ankles and then you chuck that line over the, the, the washing line and then you pull <laughs> it back and that pulls your legs up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going I'm to film that. Thanks, Jake. It's been lovely. No, let's, thank let, you, let's Peter. Keep, let's keep going. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> and don't you love the buzz that Stouts gives you, though? It, it, yeah. Stouts a different buzz. Mm. It's this kind of cerebral, intellectual thing that happens. It's not kind of like, you know, oh, I feel like punching someone in the head kind yeah. of buzz or I feel like talking shit. It's kind of, probably are. It's a very, um, mm. it's a heavy sitting buzz, though. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be riding my pushy or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. alcohol is fully fun to like... Buzzy. ...have uh, adventures on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like driving at two in the morning to your yeah. ex-missus' house. Yeah, you... Like, you <laughs> should, over I, letterbox we need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk. And I might get laid. <laughs> yeah. 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 
That's it? <laughs> Lager. <laughs> Sit there and just drinking the, the, the microwave goes up in the background. You're like, yeah, I should call her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, bun- or your Bundaberg rum, mm. you know, occasions. Dude, no, there's definitely like... So I used to ride... It's funny because I brought this up with Maddie on the previous podcast as well. I used to ride fixed gear push bikes. Oh, Jesus. No brakes, what, no for, gears. What, for racing or just... Just for fun. Oh, for fun, yeah. For fun. yeah. So I had this group of mates that we would all... For educational, uh, for entertainment purposes, this is completely a fictional story. We would smoke <laughs> as much weed as we could, yeah, and then all play the same album on our iPods at the exact same time. Oh, go, go, one, two, three, go, go, yeah, yeah, and go riding <clears> through <throat> town. Mm. And you'd be four or five songs deep because I used to live in Malloy Street, the one street behind the main street of town. Oh, yeah, right behind yeah. Office I know Works. It. I know it. Yep. So we used to fucking leave you know the garage all press play at the same time and you'd be four songs deep and somewhere around like the big swamp and a great part of a song would come up and you see us all look at each other at once and be like oh this oh, is fucking so cool sweet. Such, such great memories how old were you? that would have been like 20 21 22 Jesus mm. Jesus that's, that's sweet actually that's oh. a, it's a sweet thing to do fuck yeah it is you know like you're not Bashing someone's brains at a, at, a, at a nightclub at half half past two Dude. in the morning, you know, you're just riding around like synchronizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, and that's, it would be you would beautiful. leave at nine o'clock at night. You'd come back at fucking twelve o'clock mm. midnight. Yeah, go sit up on the roof, mm. pass a joint around. Yeah, just being, just being. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like we're up there Yahoo and listen to music. Like we, we you'd sit almost sit in silence, mm. and just like occasionally like say something. And man, like I, that's. <clears throat> No, like admittedly that's one of those things that like when I'm having a shitty time it's like that's mm. one of those places I go to sitting on my roof in Malloy Street with mm. fucking with Lockie and Steve and Al and just being you know oh so you go back there yeah oh it's so sweet yeah you know, like I'm thinking about a business that you could like you know roller skating right remember Intimately. when I was when I was 15 roller skating was the place to go you know like you'd have, you'd have like music and they'd have lights yeah and you'd skate around and maybe have a pash with someone you like, you know? So it was like a full... No, it wasn't rash. I couldn't grow hair in those days. Yeah, all right, all right. So, yeah, but but it was romantic, you know? So we haven't... I think apart from just going into bars, we haven't really got that, even as adults. Imagine if you had an adult skate rink. Have you seen... I think, yeah. Have you seen White Boy Rick? No. It's a really... um, It's an interesting story about... I'm pretty sure it's based off... Yes, it's a true story. Yeah. So this dude was an arms dealer that got caught... And eventually... So he sold arms? Yeah, from the elbow down. Damn, I want one. So he would sell all sorts of like automatic and semi-automatic weapons and shit to uh, gang members? Yeah. I might have turned it off at the... Okay, that's all right. Yeah. I'm not cold. I'm glad. But uh, oh, Good circulation, can't you tell? Oh, yeah. yeah let's go, let's go back there. I'm wearing compression tights out of all this. Are Just, you? No, you, for the circulation. <laughs> oh, Sorry, keep up. I didn't mean to but interrupt you. He, um, mm. Anyway, the story isn't important. The point is that the cool place mm. where everyone met up, the gangsters, mm. was the roller rink. Everything happened at the roller rink. Where? Like, this was like in fucking somewhere in the US. What's it called again? Uh, White Boy Rick. Where do you find these movies, mate? It's a, it's, oh, actually, I heard about it on a podcast. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's good B-grade. It's it? underground. It's it would be good yeah it would be good be great it, no because Michael it's got um what's his name look Michael McConaughey you know right all right all right what's his name oh McConaughey 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 Matthew 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 McConaughey yeah I don't think it's McConaughey but yeah yeah you get yeah that. That, that, like here's, right, here's right, the right, dad right. Of it. yeah can you can you do the accent not at all you wanna try no 
You don't, you're scared. I know what I'm good at. Yeah. What are you good at? Ask me to do a wheelie, bro. I'll do a wheelie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, 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 look, I think, you know, I think in a way he's overrated, but he has, he, but he, he actually has a, on his um, Instagram, he does all these kind of really kind of cool sayings as well. And it's still cheesy. It's, mm. It feels cheesy because it's Matthew McConaughey, right? You're dealing with a with a, a principal storyteller. Yeah. You're dealing with a, it's like it's it's one of those things where like um what's a good analogy? Well, no, being an actor is the analogy. It's the yeah. ultimate pretender. It's someone pretending to be someone else. Yeah, yeah. Their value is based on how well they can yeah. imitate a character. But he's using that platform to actually put some good stuff through too. You know. Okay. Mm. You know what I mean? He's like actually he says some good stuff. It, it's it, it feels cheesy though. I agree with what you're saying, but I think it's all about like the intention is one thing, delivery is another thing. Yeah. And if you're so in it mm. that you can't understand that mm. your delivery makes you look like a fuckhead, then yeah. don't do it at all. So that that's your that's how do you, when you see him doing that stuff? Do you feel like that? That he's a bit of a yeah. bit of a dick? I feel the same. Yeah. I, I actually he's yeah, attached. It he's discredits too, it. He's too far. Yeah. And this is the thing, like you know. Without mm. sounding pretentious about mm. it, like I'm in a position now with my business, mm. I've worked hard enough and I've built something now where I actually find it difficult. Like I do my Monday motivations, right? Mm. Every Monday I put something on my story, typically around eight or nine thirty. Mm. I try and say try and say something that's relatable and valuable for people to get them started on the week. Mm. And this week it was like, hey man, success isn't about success; it's about a fucking heap of failures that you got to deal with. Yeah, you know. So it yep. might be Monday and you might be off to a bad start. It's just fucking Monday. Go kill it. Mm. Go go thrive. Go fucking thrive, right? Yeah. Now I love that a, word by the way. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm, it's mm. brilliant. It feels like you're a plant in the sun about to blossom. It's awesome. Mm, Everything's mm. natural. Anyway. Mm. So when I look at the things that I'm saying to my audience, because I have this voice and people listen to me. Mm. Like people tell me, Oh, your Monday motivation, da da da, right? Mm. So I think now I've got this voice, you've got to make it relatable, you've got to make it valuable. And sometimes when I think about this, I go like, well, I'm actually in a position where I'm not really sharing many of the same problems. The only problems that I share that are the same are human problems. Mm. Because the 99% that are just having a job, having debt, having mm. a missus that they don't really fuck with anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? That whole mm. like broken society mm. thing, it's like I'm trying to give them valuable information that actually mm. does something, but mm. I'm getting further away from that lifestyle. So it's mm. hard to know like I know what my problems are yeah. and I try and figure out solutions to them all the time. I'm progressing. Yeah. But then when I think about these these potential problems that they might be facing that I can help them with so on Monday I can give them something, this nugget of information that helps them. Mm. I realize the distance that we have is this big. The distance between even me and Matthew mm. McConaughey besides mm. these people, like my audience, not mm. these people, these mm. beautiful people in my audience, mm. is even greater. Mm. So you know what? You need to... You need to pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. What are you talking about? You, you, you make you, you make $50 million a film. You're sitting on a couch worth more than my car. Yeah, yeah, that's the, true. What the fuck are you talking about? That's true. You know? Yeah, and I think what's happening is is uh, a lot of mainstream actors from Hollywood are starting to kind of morph themselves into these kind of gurus. Yeah. What for? Yeah. But, but we've got people out there that, that have lived... Have lived more of a, a, a basic intentional down to earth life mm. that, that, that you, they don't want to take their place. Like I've got, I've got a mate who's a raw, a raw food guy. He mm. lives in um, Bali, Ben Richards. And he looks 30 and he's 54. He's like, but he actually looks 20, you know, cause he hasn't, he hasn't touched alcohol and yeah. you know, I, I, I'm trying to sway him on that, but you know, um, but you know, those, those are real, these are people that have lived real lives. 
that, yeah. that you know they, they that have real philosophy that these got uh, i'm sure a hollywood act, actor shouldn't try and replace i think um when i'm trying to learn how to do better wheelies mm. i talk to people who can do wheelies better than me you were saying that last time we spoke mm. i like that all of my analogies are about mm. wheelies because that's what I know. Yeah. I'm good at decorating clothes. I'm fucking awesome at wheelies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's not, not an accident. It's because I focus on getting better at that. Yeah. And like, this is a thing. The, the, the pattern repeats itself. Mm. Everything. Your relationship, mm. my wheelies, fucking garment design, a shitty job. Everything is just a pattern that's repeating itself. Mm. The human mm. responsibility is to recognize this pattern and to actualize it into every other thing so that you can get a better result. Right? Yes. So if I can get good at wheelies, I can live the perfect life. Right? If I can master one thing, I can master anything because the pattern repeats itself across the board. Ooh, I like that. Right? I like that a lot. So if I can get so technically proficient at wheelies that mm. there's a sideways wind and my tire's flat and I don't have a back brake or whatever, but I can still pull a wheelie, then there's no reason that I can't have a perfect relationship that can stand any sort of road bump that will mm. come in front of me with yeah. Larissa. Yeah. Because it's all just about your perception to grow yeah. and your availability to progression. You, but the most important thing for me when when you're talking about that like that that applied form of stuff mm. is not trying to break speed records right remember you know everyone that tries to break a speed record on, on, on assault is dead mm. right you're talking about kicking back to 90 90% of what you know will make you make you dead and still live and, and exist in that little in that little that sweet spot right let's let's cross let, let's let's like cross metaphor this right yeah and take it to my relationship because i feel like that's got more tentacles in it to explore yeah my job once i win her over and i say hey you're my girlfriend i'm your boyfriend right mm. which is already happened right right well we've never had that conversation but oh. it's happened right yeah like i'm i'm not no one's more important to me than her not my okay. parents nothing i've made that crossover <laughs> now that that is the person that i give all of the fucks about yep right yeah now I have a responsibility to this person, mm. not because of her, but because of human nature, mm. to remain attractive, mm. to remain valuable. Oh yeah, I like that. We, we talk about this too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with my wheelies, now that I can do wheelies, mm. do I just do wheelies? Well, it's my girlfriend, it's my wheelie, I'm already there, right? Mm. Yeah. Or do I go, okay, now how do I speed up doing a wheelie? How do I slow down? Do it? How do I go around corners? How do I do circle work to the left? How do I do circle work to the right? How do it's I put so my foot down? How do I put my hand down? Wheelies. Right? So corners. then you go, I'm five years deep with this girl mm. and I've tried to be more attractive every day and mostly I've succeeded. How do I be more attractive still? I don't know. That's your fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you figure it out, you get to mm. live an ultimate life with someone who you're continu continuing to build this life with. Yeah. You're continuing to build this like beautiful story that it's like, yeah, we had this happen and we dealt mm. with it and then she had this happen and we dealt with it and mm. then I had this happen and she was there with me. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because we're remaining yeah. attractive to each other. And not going into the mundane. That's right. Yeah. It's like, do I accept it now I can do wheelies? I just do wheelies? Mm. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I want to be the best wheelie artist yeah. in the world. I, look, I think that's why people, their mar the marriage and the relationships fail because they stop being excited mm. with each other. Yeah. You know, with and with what you can do and what they can do. Right. Don't you reckon? I think the excitement uh, subconsciously stops with yourself. You realize that I'm just a person with a shitty job with this. Yeah. That's my person now forever. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, do I even find them sexy? Well, I probably don't even find myself sexy at this mm. point. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like a lot of, and like, this is the same in friendships. This is the same in relationships. This is the same as when you meet strangers. They're mm. just mirrors, bro. Mm. Oh, yeah. They're just mirrors. 100%. The person you live with mm. is just the shiniest, most reflective mirror. 
You know, it's like yeah. I see people in relationships and they're like, oh, I think she's cheating on me. I'm like, you're fucking cheating on her. Mm. I don't need anything else. If even anything... even if it's just up here, right? Yeah. 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 Cheers. You... Oh. Not bad. Yeah. We still all safe? Fuck yeah, we're all safe. Mm. We ran out of battery last week. Ran out of space on the phone and stopped with 2% battery. I'm going to text my chick and tell her when we're going to finish. You completely fucked with me at the start. <laughs> it wasn't my intention. It wasn't my intention. The podcaster has been played. All right. So I remember last time you left to go to the toilet and then you, do- you chased Louie, your dog, across the, across the road. So we... Oh. You know, Sammy. God, God. Oh, actually, we had fucking all the problems in the world last time. Did we? Yeah, we did. Because I got up for like three pisses, which I never do. Yeah. Um, Larissa came home. She went through the back. Louie got crazy. You're so having a bar of it today, are you, Louie? So we got to a four. I think she's more relaxed with me too, you know? Lou? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've given her a little bit of a rub and, you know. Also, um, i got a postie, mate, and he carries schmackos with him to keep dogs at bay when oh, he's Jesus. delivering shit. Smart. So every time he comes here, he gives her a schmacko, and he came here just before you came. So she's all fucking revved up she's and all had whacked that. Out. And oh, so what do smackos do to a dog, you reckon? Oh, they get them excited in the moment. Yeah. But because she had that excitement, she's not kind of looking for it, I think. Okay. I've got some questions for you. I've, I've, oh, I've, here I've, we go. To, yeah. Because, you know, we, we need some structure. Some structure. <laughs> um, now you love podcasts, though. Dude, it's, um, it's crazy that uh, podcasting is the only time... <clears throat> is the only time when you get an uninterrupted long-form conversation with someone who normally is just a peer anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it was kind of cool this morning talking to Maddie being a doctor. Maddie Moore, yep. I've never had an opportunity to speak to a doctor for longer than 15 minutes. How was that? Was it pretty cool? God, I like Maddie. He's just he's just a guy. I said that to him. You don't feel like a doctor. You feel like a person who is a doctor. Yeah, which is is what doctors could be like. Yeah. I don't like to say should because, you know, it's just forcing a forcing people oh no there's an opportunity to be a problem solver that helps people with their health that isn't a fucking isn't like seemingly autistic I guess yeah so you ready I'm going to turn into the host yeah go on sorry I'm going to ask you questions I can answer the first question eight inches oh nice Mm. yeah that's a that's a big fuck I wish eh? that'd be nuts that's a big uh, hemorrhoid yeah yeah that's why I have to sun it every day yeah (laughs) it might go away (laughs) maybe so far it hasn't (laughs) It needs to, it's regularity. Yeah. <laughs> so every right. day she's a food guru away. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you're talking about your, your penis. Dude, I fucking wish I was talking <laughs> that, about my How penis. good is that? That'd be fucking... I wish I had eight inches. I, I wish I was not, I wish I was five. That'd be nice. Five. Yeah. Obviously, that's on the flop too. Um, so legalizing Probably marijuana. In the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? In the cold. <laughs> Damn. Just, oh God, I took, I took my wetsuit off the other day. Mm. Jesus. Anyway. It's crazy how much of a difference you can get from fucking like mm. warm and relaxed to 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Just gone for a swim in the ocean. You're like, hey, bro. Yeah. Are we on the same team or? No, well, it's, I think when your body is at risk yeah. like from cold or heat or whatever, yeah. the, the first thing that suffers is, you know, your Bro, I like, never fuck when I'm at risk of anything. No. I need to be fully risk perverse if I'm going to get my cock out. Yeah, of so toilet sex is out, out of the question. Like, you know, public toilet sex. Bro, sex with a window open is out of the question. Jesus. Nah, I'm kidding. Nah, You're joking. I, I, I like a crowd. That, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we'll go, get on to dogging at another time. Um, so, uh, 
don't you love these podcasts? So because I'm not sure who's going to see this, mm. but there's nothing controversial comes up, no. of, which is great, right? It's, it's all done well. the best possible taste. Yeah. So legalizing marijuana, 15 sentences or less. All right. Uh, okay. That's a fair few sentences, though. Yeah. Do you want me to count them or are you going to count them? Mm. No, no. I'll, I'll just, it'll be kind of like, like what they do in AFL. It's like, oh, you've run 10 metres, but you don't know, really. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, duh. I think so. The real question is um, the medicinal versus the recreational legalization mm. of marijuana. Obviously, mm. the medicinal legalization is here and happening. I yeah. have a medicinal script for plant medicine. Mm. I find it hugely helpful yeah. in fucking regulating mood and being able to focus on things, being able to not worry about 400,000 things at once, alleviate anxiety if it's not overdone. Mm. As far as recreational legalization is concerned, I am definitely like 150% for it. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where like, like most narcotics, if you legalize it, you're gonna get rid of a mm. lot of the actual violence that comes from drugs because yeah. of the black market nature of it. Can I ask you a question? Would you have smoking places or just legalize it generally for the so like you have a al so we're in Kerry park. park right now 80 percent of the people here yeah. has a smoking place in their house yeah it's already happening yeah but would you but would you have where you can buy it over the counter and smoke mm. it there so amsterdam that? has that coffee shop set up yeah what do you th how do you feel about that dude think less about the day-to-day -day and more about the tourism of it mm. i think if you've got a coffee shop in mm. bunbury mm. and bunbury's known as like the recreational marijuana place mm -hmm. It's like, how fucking cool is that? People would come yeah. to Bunbury for that. And yeah. especially if you align that with like the, with your project, with the Ocean yeah. Baths project. And it's like, yeah. all of a sudden you've got people. I'm not saying that surfers are stoners or skaters are stoners. No. I'm saying everyone are fucking stoners. We're not pigeonholing, are we? We're not, right? not pigeonholing here. No, no. We're not pigeonholing people. So yeah. mm. if you go, cool, we've got Back this on. industry here. Yeah. And we've got these people who we know fuck with that. Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love the fact no, that I don't, I don't roll up. How do I look? No, it looks good. It's like one of those like racing tadpoles. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sorry. We'll, we'll get you some um, some Oakley so you can be a full fucking... You fuckwit. Yeah, dude. Sorry. Yeah. That, no. Done in the best possible taste. Yeah, of course. You, you know the Australian cricketers? They must have been sold a whole um, sea tainer oh, of, fucking... of, of the blades. Bro, why did they go the cycling ones? Are they better? No, um, why did you like... The cycling ones are made for like, so that air passes through them without air going onto oh, your eyeballs. Yes. And it's like these cunts who stand mm. on the pitch all day are like, yeah, we need the fucking, we need the radars. And it's like, no, you don't. What's a radar? Radar's the model that they wear. Jeez, the Oakley radar. that. Look at you, give crosses. Dude, I have a collection of Oakleys that I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> Fuck. And, but sorry, I don't mean to swear. But you know, it's a, it's a word now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So where were we before we, that came up? Um, what but the plus is in LGBTQ. Yes. Yeah. Let's go on to the next question. Um, so. Oh, the legalization. I, yeah, we've done that. I think there's plenty of oh, yeah. advantages to it once because it's recreationally yeah. available in ACT. Yeah. It's, it's a, what do you call it when it comes down the hill? It's going to come to us eventually. Yeah. I think now. Knock on effect. Is that knock on effect? No. Nah. Yeah. Comes down the hill. Snowball effect, maybe. We're back to snowballing. Oh, the oh, doctor. Mate. Yeah. Oh. Next question. Oh, you yeah, got, that's, that's, that's enough from that. Mental health in men. Mental health in men is an interesting one. So mm. I've... Uh, mental, health, mental health is a really good topic, I think, because it's something that... It's a really good topic with a really crappy stigma. Because mm. I feel like mental health has this thing where like, as soon as you say mental health in men, it's this, men cry, but we're not meant to. 
right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. exactly where it goes. But yeah. I think like when you talk about mental health in men, mm. it's more that if you look in general at the structure of boys these days, of males, the majority of them don't come from a structured household where there's a father figure that's consistent. Mm. And they don't come from a place where healthy male value-based roles are mm. prioritized. And I think this is why you've got someone like Andrew Tate, who's up on a pedal stool, who's really controversial because people are like, oh, he shouldn't be saying all these things about, you know, men building value in themselves mm. and treating women like this and rah, rah, rah. It's like, there needs to be some sort of other conversation other than men should be weak and men should be submissive and men should put women above them and all 100%. the rest. I yeah, think yeah. that women are powerful. I think there is a place for women. I think there is also a place for men mm. getting back to their traditional values and understanding that you're allowed to be powerful. You're allowed to be feared. You're allowed mm. to be strong as fuck mm. and it's your job mm. to hold that back and be a gentleman about 100%. 100%. it. 100%. And yeah, through yeah, that, that process, yeah. Yeah. you learn. Mm. You learn that your mind is your biggest asset. Mm -hmm, if you can master mm -hmm. this, you can master anything. Mm. So it's not necessarily about like letting men cry and go through all this. Like I understand that that's a conversation of its own. Yeah. But I feel like mental men's mm. uh, men's mental health and awareness yeah. Yeah. is more about like, hey, let's look more at like let's help men understand what they're going through. Yep. And give them some mm. like some kind of guidelines, some goalposts, some mm. things that it's like, hey, this like severe anger that you're feeling right now as a young 20-something-year-old and mm. your first missus has cheated on you or something? Mm. Have you ever thrown yourself into a community? Have mm. you ever taken up a hobby that you've obsessed over for six months yeah. to, to help you develop? Or mm. do you just get angry, drink, piss, do cocaine and punch someone at 50s? That, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that whole, mm. that whole bubble for me is more about like, how can I help empower other men to be men in not a, 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 a toxic way, yeah. but like, I want you to be powerful. But feel your manhood. Uh, yeah, dude. Feel your manhood. I want you to be able yeah, to yeah. scream and feel like the whole world should 100%. bend to you. 100%. And then I want you to manage that yeah. to be the best gentleman you can be, to be 100%. a brilliant man. Like your six foot guy, scared of that, the five foot four guy, because mm. he knows he can fuck you up to the body, mm. you know? Because you don't know where you come from. If you, if you, men are men. We, right. and, and women like men. Yeah you know, generally speaking. Mm. So we need to find the men again and then teach them to be soft within that conversation as well. That's what you're saying, right? Essentially, yeah. I'm paraphrasing a, um, a Jordan Peterson quote that men should be powerful, they should be scary and they mm. should be feared. And then with all of that knowledge, they mm. should reel it back in and be able, and that should be their power. That it's like, yes, I could yeah. rip apart this room. I could break you in half. I can yeah. do whatever I want, but it's the, the power is in that I don't. Yeah. Hundred percent. I like. I like that. That's. I'm glad we we caught up today, Jake. Just for that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Um. All things surf reef. Let's just flick flick that out. Uh, why Bunbury? Dude, Bunbury's got everything. Yeah. Bunbury's heaven. Yeah. So Bunbury is like we've got. We're surrounded by. We're surrounded by postcard views of the ocean. Mm. You know mm. on. A, a day of the week that ends with why you can go down to the inlet and see dolphins swimming around yeah there is so much community shit going on on every day of the week of every mm. week of the year mm. that look for it mm. there's nothing to do in Bunbury yeah. says the fuckhead scrolling on Instagram every night yeah. after work like yeah, bar flying right you know yeah so yep. why Bunbury? I think Bunbury right now is really cool. I think Bunbury's loaded with potential for the future mm. and now that I'm starting to get a bit of an idea of what is happening in Bunbury in the future mm. bro where in the next five, ten years, yeah. as long as AI doesn't kill us, everything's going to be pretty fucking cool in Bunbury. Yeah. So yeah. anyone outside of Bunbury who's listening to this, come to Bunbury. Come to Bunbury. Yeah. Yeah. Come and meet Jake. 
One at a time, Can yeah. we get on a podcast? Yeah, one at a time, yeah. lined up for a podcast out the door. Who knows? All right, Jake, you ready? Yeah. Um, if you were God, what are the first two things you would do? Um, Sorry, no, you, probably, <laughs> you don't even need to think. You're like, all right, good. The first one's having like a, a roundtable conversation with people like Freddie Mercury and, um, and Pablo Escobar, with people that have died that are like, such fucking shakers and movers mm. on a monumental scale mm. that are creators. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the thing about Freddie Mercury and like Pablo Escobar is like they created systems and things and and art. Escobar, where did you, you pull that out of your ass, didn't you? Born on the same day. You were. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's a nice bloke, though. No, I didn't say about nice. I said nice. he's a creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about. Yeah. A creator. There's no right and wrong in mm. creation, right? Yeah. And like, I understand that the result or byproduct of what he did was kill thousands, if not millions of people. Mm. And obviously with the, with the what was your thing, the roll-on effect for, of, of selling cocaine, it would have yeah. been millions of people. Mm. Right? I 100% understand that. But like if we, the, this conversation that I'm having isn't about that. This no, man, if you were God, yeah, yeah. This man mm. was born into poverty mm. and figured it out. Mm. The product mm. doesn't matter. The mm. result doesn't matter. Mm. He figured out a system that was so fucking powerful mm. that every power source around him wanted him dead and they couldn't do it as a combined effort. Yeah. And that was the CIA as well, weren't they? They were after him. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. The US, Colombia, other other narcos. Mm. But and, and, and cocaine, which is what we're talking about, right? Mm. Was a military drug. Mm. And and co- the coca plant and the coca leaf was banned as a as a as a military plant mm. by the US. Remember that? I wasn't alive, but yeah. Well, the Germans used cocaine just to fuel the their their armies. Their armies, yeah. Right? Have you seen the video of Hitler freaking out at the fucking no thirty two Olympic Games? No, he's sitting there and he's just fucking he's watching them and he's rocking and the knees going. You're joking? Just pepped up. No, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. It's nuts. Fuck. It's like when you watch it, you're like, this guy is fucking buzzing off his chops on amphetamines, and that's why. Yeah, that's why he went nuts, right? Oh, dude. I, I've the seen people that are, nuts. well wasn't on eggs. I've I've seen blokes have a complete fucking psycho, psychotic uh, breaks for six hours at a time, mm. four or five days into a bender. This dude was like years into a bender. Yeah, yeah. They were shooting him up with cocaine, amphetamines, testosterone, like hormones. Like, off. what are we talking about? Mm. It's like, yeah, that's what happens when you're a fucking mm. guinea pig in the forties or whatever it was. Wait, when did World War Two happen? Thirty-nine to forty-five. Let's go. I shouldn't know that, but I do. Hey, um, Jake, I, I just want to make. I just want to say one thing. I want to do a disclaimer for any um, young men out there. Um, I've written a book for young young, young men, not mm. young Australian men. Um, and it's important to drink alcohol just to have a nice time. Yeah. Don't get stuck with it. Don't abuse it with any substance. But just alcohol is a poison if it's overdone. Mm. You know, it's really important that we we enjoy alcohol. We're having a chat. And then we'll go back to our normal lives and we won't have it from day to day. Yeah. You know, that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm. I um, typically don't drink much, that much alcohol. No. But it's definitely uh, like anything, you know, like if I'm sitting down having a meeting with someone at nine o'clock mm. in the morning, we have coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, you know, if we sit down and we're doing something creative and you also have a prescription, we might smoke some medicinal marijuana and get creative with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's all it's all much of a muchness, but like alcohol is definitely this social lubricant that, like for some reason, for whatever reason, mm. the lack of inhibitions that comes with it, it's such a like 
it's kind of cool i think to mm. like let that guard down and before our last before our last podcast i'd mm. never drunk alcohol on the podcast yeah and then i went and did a podcast up in perth last saturday mm. where i drunk alcohol one can that was whatever it was mm. and just went off the fucking deep end for the last half of the podcast just sent it because i was like i was feeling i had a bit of a buzz and i was like this yeah. is fucking cool yeah and now i'm like oh if i do podcasts yeah i gotta drink cans <laughs> yeah this is a better podcast yeah you know yeah well, i can't wait till they infuse marijuana with beer i think it's been done i know but it hasn't been done yeah you yeah. know so, I can get, so you can get one you know can you imagine like like sativa and beer like so they got a depressant and a zippy yeah you know you know what i mean so you're whacking a, a, a buzzy um, the, yeah, you need the fucking dose to be so small. Yeah, of course. But imagine, like, I, I let you know something. Like, about ten years ago, or five years ago, I thought of a brand called Johnny Immortal, right. which was, um, which was mushroom tinctures and alcohol, and and hemp oil, oh, yeah. all together. So you get this kind of like you didn't know whether you shot fuck powder burn or powder burn or snake bit, but you were just having a nice time. Yeah, and I reckon that's where. That's where the world's going to go. Is a little bit of marijuana oil, a little, a tiny little bit of kind of like zippy, you know, and and you can tailor your experiences far, in a really really nice way, you know. Yeah, I think we're. Um, I mean, we're already a society that deals with problems with pills. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I had this. I woke up with a sore back this morning. Ibuprofen, mm. whatever it's called, and yeah. paracetamol. Let's go. Yeah, which is a very odd thing for me. But I think if you're, you know, you get to a certain point where you're like. We're going out for a chill night. It's probably not going to last all night. Mm. You know, wouldn't mind this drink that hits that, that mat in my head rather than I'm going to smoke a joint before I leave. Yeah. Drink vodka sodas when I get there and then mm. finish with a stout or something to, to settle me down. Yeah, so you can have a, a can of, it's got a bit of zip in it, mm. a bit of, bit of hmm in it, and, and they even might touch base at a certain time. And Like, you know, I think that's where society will go. Like, if you look at those science fiction shows, they get, they will back in the 60s it's like they give you a little oh this will this will sort you out you know yeah dude back in the 60s the science fiction shit was like they put a pea in the microwave and it turns into a full full-blown meal the reality of what it is now in the future is like you go through a list that's endless on your phone and get it delivered to your door yeah Whew. the future is a scary place i i just you know i'm i'm I, obviously, I've, I'm, I'm Polish and Ukrainian and Italian by descent, so my liver's quite good with alcohol. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, I, I just, I think it's, as long as you have five days clear, you know? Right. Of and, alcohol? Or just of, of substance. Mm. And, um, and you don't go to an addictive place. It's better than chewing anti-inflammatories and all that other kind of stuff, you know. That's just the natural, like, like cannabis is natural, you know. Hops, like, the ferment, fermentation of, of, of stuff to make alcohol is natural. If, you know, monks have been doing it for, you know, centuries, yeah. thousands of years. Um, but the pharmaceutical industry has taken over that, that role. Yeah. And we, we, we should, like, you know, if you go to England, they have, like, they'll, get all these apples and they'll have a cider fest yeah. everyone will get together and just get rosy cheeked on cider and then they'll go back to kind of you know farming and all that kind of stuff yeah, you know, that, yeah. That's, that's kind of natural that's where humans come from I think what you're talking about in theory is mm. very accurate 
Mm. Like, it's like, fuck yeah, if we can have a thing where, and like, you know, same again, uh, doing things like DMT, which is a, do you know DMT? Yeah. Dimethyltryptamine. It's like a, your body produces it organically. It's kind of the dream drug and like your body releases a whole heap of it when you die. Really fun drug to do once or twice in your whole life. Yeah. Super fun. But like, if you do it over and over Mm. and over, totally different thing. It's a different experience. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I agree with you. I think that when you look at, and I'm only saying that as a bizarre example in that case of theory, what we're talking about. Mm, mm-hmm. I think if you look at a grander scale, the the idea, the the concern that is, how do I live an, a life where my body is serving me well? It's mm. serving the life that I want to live. Yeah. And that I'm kind of looking forward to go like you know i want Mm. to make sure that i stretch every day so that i'm flexible by the time i'm 50 i want to make sure that i'm doing exercise five times a week that's pretty vigorous so i know that Mm. i can still do vigorous exercise Mm. when i'm in my 50s 60s 70s so on but that conversation when you start to pay attention to it you're like i've got to floss my teeth every day i've got to wash my feet when i'm in the shower I've got to touch my toes. I've got to do downward dog. I've got to do the exercise. I've got to belong to a community. I've got to buy the equipment to do the shit. I've got to make time for it, Mm. right? I've got to belong to this thing. Now there's politics involved and I've got to pick whether I'm on Samantha's side or Tamara's side, you know? Mm. So all of a sudden that whole thing, that whole intention of like, I want to live a life where I'm helping myself in the future. Mm. Where does that fit into having a job? and a mortgage mm. and a normal life and a normal mm. and a normal social setting that doesn't allow for all of that uh-huh. and I think yes 100% now that I've afforded my time with this business to spend time thinking and, and also allowing these conversations to happen where you're talking to people that are smarter than you or have different ideas mm. and go like shit where does that fit into to my life and actually yeah I do stretch and maybe that mm. stretch that you've taught me I can add that onto my routine people don't have routines and how often as men do we catch up and talk about stretching? Yeah. How often is men? Like seriously, like when was the last time you got together apart from you were in your close group? Yeah. And you probably don't even talk about stretching then. Um, when was the last time you got together with a bunch of guys that were 40, 50, 20, 30 and, and co- talked about not just, right, we're going to stretch. Yeah. But just about stuff. Let it flow. Like, you know, it, it doesn't happen in modern yeah. society. You know, we don't fucking talk about anything. We don't talk. We're we, 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 we disconnected. And we're kind of in little groups. I go over here with my two mates because mm. I trust them to keep my secrets. And we were this, we're this secret society now, which, which doesn't serve us. Yeah, I think um, a lot of it was broken down by COVID. You know what I mean? There was yeah. this like thing of like, oh, I can't catch up with these people even if I want to because I'm going to get sick. Well, maybe yeah. their fucking mum is sick or maybe their missus is sick and rah, rah. Mm. And now there's this like stigma after two years of doing that to people. They build this organic thing where they just like, fuck everyone. Mm. They could make me sick. They could kill my nana. Yeah. You know? And because of that, mm. we've now changed these practices that we have. And I'm fighting mm. against it with my skate group. Every Monday and Thursday, I'm there, rain, hail or shine. I'm there mm. whether I've got a runny nose or a hard dick. I'm not a hard dick, but... I like that analogy though. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. You know what I mean? And I'm there not for me. I'm there for the community. I'm there so that they have somewhere to belong yeah. on Mondays and yeah. Thursdays. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. So I feel like mm. the, the like, this thing of people not having, like, you know, ha- I, you know, you say, like, how often do you catch up with your mates and talk mm. about stretching? Mm. Not a lot. But the amount that I just start stretching in front of my mates, regardless mm. of how it looks, is all the time. Mm. So that I normalize it. Yeah. I wasn't talking about your mates. I was talking about cross-pollinating with with people you wouldn't normally catch up with. For sure. You know what I mean? Like For that's sure. what we don't do in our society. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't go, okay, let's go out and, 
you know, we've got five guys and we're, we're pretty cool and we do we stretch and stuff. Let's go and do a stretching. Let's just do stretching. Let's do a stretching demo for the community. Okay. You know, okay. And, not, and not not worry about what it looks like, but worry about how it lands, but, but more about how strongly it lands in our community, you know? Well, I think we need to have a conversation about leaders, right? Because I think yeah. at the moment, mm. like I'm in a way a social leader. Mm. I'm a thought leader. Mm. And like I've actualized that's what I am and I have a voice and I have an audience. So I'm, I need to I'm watch. actually supposed to say that about you. You're not supposed to say about yourself. I know, but, but yeah. no, this is all part of the mental health thing. You because narcissistic like, motherfucker. I'm a piece of shit. All right, I'm a piece of shit with a hundred year plan. He's talking. Right. Sorry about Pete. We're, we're drinking a beer and he's a narcissist, but that's good. That's how I operate. But let's do it again. Let's do that daggy shit again. <laughs> Sorry about the cold hand. But the um, the, mm. the like the reality behind, and I'm not saying that as in look at me. Mm. I'm saying that as like I'm starting to say things that are silly and smart and dumb, and mm. people are going like, hang on. That was smart, but that was silly. Why'd you talk yeah. about, why'd you say hard dick with your group? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then yeah, you yeah. have to go to that word that you were talking about mm. before. Um, what is it? Uh, Censor- oh, censorship. Yes. So I yes. now have to self-censor myself in a mm. way to go like, hey, people are listening. Mm. Say the thing that matters. Yeah. And say the thing that changes yeah. people and say yeah. the thing that adds value to their life because yeah. if you just waste this, mm. they're not going to keep listening to you. I agree. And if yeah. you say shit that doesn't help them, mm. if they do keep following you, they're following the devil. Yeah. Or distracts them from the actual, or the, from the, shit. the real thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. So as mm. a thought leader, as a social leader, mm. I'm inviting other people mm. that have that intuitive feeling that they are doing something that is the greater good, that does serve them and does serve the community and the people around them. It might be two people, it might be 200 people. Mm. That if you're in a group of people, if you're in front of a group of people and you feel like your quad is tight, stretch the bitch out and normalize oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I what I think what you're talking about in theory is great, mm. but the practical, the practical spreading of knowledge that's important and useful mm. comes from living the shit. People believe 100%. me because I'm in the grind right now of yeah. building my business. And I'm like, mm. they've seen me in a caravan two years ago and they mm. see me now starting to have little wins. They're like, fucking oath, mm. right? So mm. I think this isn't a, isn't a thing of like, how do we start that conversation? Mm. I think this is how do we engage the future leaders mm. and get them thinking about the things that get them on that path. And this ties into the mental, mm-hmm. mental health thing. It's mm. like, how do we build these men and women mm. so that they're confident enough to go, I mm. stretch my legs. And it has to come from us yeah straight up it has to come from us it can't come from them it can't come from albanese it can't come from you know those people it has to come from us the people so for instance i'm I'm doing a um i'm doing a a man walk which i'd love you to come to on saturday so we're going to walk from the from hungry hollow to the groin so we're going to walk all the way along the beach to the groin and we're going to do a 10 minute silence at the end of the groin it's going to what we just stare out into the ocean and not many white australian males sit down and stare like some people do Mm. But we're going, to, we're going to sit down, might be 20 of us, and we're going to stare into the ocean and just be in Bunbury and stare into the ocean and at the groin. Powerful. Then we're going to walk back and we're going to have five beers each. At, and, by, and by four o'clock, our, our wives or girlfriends will pick us up and then we'll go home and we'll be the same. But we'll be connected. Yeah, for, for sure. And that connection is what we miss. You have, you have your internal scream at the TV football connection, AFL, mm-hmm. or soccer or whatever it is, and you have your your darts group or your golf golf guys but you don't so this walks all about kind of going okay you're coming out of your groups and we're going to just going to go for a walk and when you walk it's like you catch up with people and you start to talk to people and, and you get this kind of like 
cross-pollination of community. stuff on the walk, community. you know. That's and what's if, oh, I'll wander up here. And so you'll finish talking to that guy. He'll you'll he'll sit back and he'll come in. Yeah, you get this thing, yeah. right? It's in, it's indiscernible. It's undefinable. We've been doing it in Dunsborough for a long time, yep. for probably ten years now, and we get twelve guys. It's not, it's not. They don't. We don't walk on mass. Yeah. But something happens even at that level to pollinate into the community about you Dude, know crossing over. You know, replace the words escape group, and this is the experience I've had. Ah, okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Like I go down there, and these I know their names. Mm, they know my name. Yeah. You so know? you're going down there, and look, I, I, I really, you know, I, I've got a, I, I thought of a brand called Urban Christ about. 10 years ago yeah but, and I'm not trying to blow sunshine up your ass because obviously you're sunning your ass tomorrow anyway daily you don't for 30 need minutes it. yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds legs over there 30 head. seconds I go 30 minutes 30 minutes Jesus Christ yeah, you're going to be in trouble I got the thing dark yeah. yeah my lord I go for an equal skin tone from from white to pink <laughs> I can't I can't go on see the picture <laughs> yeah we cut that's it we're done <laughs> yeah sorry um, Peter. <laughs> yeah I need to get the chopper in yeah. um, but you go down to the, the skate the skate park and you bring in a certain set of values that they would normally have. Yeah, we made oh, it that, that too. I don't. Mm. I don't go to. Um, we do go to the skate park, but we don't base ourselves around the skate park. But yeah, All yeah. Right. So you drink or whatever you do at that too, and then you just watch the skate park. Is that sure. right, bro? What do you nah, do? We're, we're hands on. So every Monday and Thursday we meet at five thirty. Mm. Mondays we stay around the the jetty jetty road area, so it's all quite smooth. There's no hills. Yeah. Very chill. If you need advice, I'm never too far away. And then Thursdays we start at the same spot, but we do a whole lap of the inlet. So what are you what are you talking about here? I mean, what are, what what are you saying? My you, skate group. You, you got a skate group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So every Monday and Thursday we do this. Yeah. Um, and it's for roller skating, rollerblading, skateboarding, push bikes. Okay. Um, e scooters, whatever you want. Well, as mm. long as it's got wheels and you want to come hang out. Wow. And on Mondays it's just you know we get total beginners, mm-hmm. people that have put skates on for the first time in thirty years, bought these from the shop. I want to give them a shop. Wow. Come down. And then Thursdays, if you can skate five kilometres, they do a full lap of the, we do a full lap of the inlet and then get food at like Grillers or Paddy's Paddy's or Drooly's or Last Slice, whatever's good on the night. And we just all have like a, a feed together, which is breaking bread together, which is also a thing. It's a ritual, you know? Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm over a year. My mate started it and then he ended up moving to Perth and I kind of took it over about six months in and we're about a year after that now. Wow. And outside of uh, being in a committed relationship, it's been the thing that served me the most by far. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah oh, we're finding out stuff about each other all the time. Mm. Right. But yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's bizarre. And exactly what you're talking about, there's something about like, it's not like the first time you meet someone, you're like, oh, my name's Jake. Mm-hmm. It's like the 10th time you're having a conversation mm-hmm. about, oh, so how's... That thing you were dealing mm. with at work. Oh, well, I had this and this and this happened. No shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I had this person come in. I know that person. Really? How'd you meet them? Bro, those mm. interconnected mm. threads that are going on mm. in the background between mm. you and this person that you never would have had anything to do with otherwise mm. are what gives you value and fiber mm. in your life. Mm. And you, like one of the things that I have come, come to be quite present with is the fact that we, as humans, we as a protective device because we've had wars and risk and all that kind of stuff we, we judge so readily yeah. we're so quick to judge mm. you get that? 100% and that's, and that's one of the worst problems we can have we, we don't sit in other people's stuff we just judge them yeah. put them in a box and, that's, and, that, and they're done with you know yeah. and I, I do it all the time I mean like I do it um, and it's, it's the worst side of 
it's the worst side of what you can do. But if you stop judging, you know? There's got to be somewhere in the middle, doesn't there? Because the judging element of being a human is a thing that keeps you away from danger. You know, like yeah. you see yeah. like, oh, I, that particular characteristic in that person lets mm. me know that they're into this activity or they're into this way of thinking yeah. or this way of uh, mm. acting. Yeah. And I don't want to be involved with that. No. You know, you see a junkie walking up to you, mm. you're like, this person's probably going to try and get my money somehow. Yeah. But it's yeah. habitual. It's, 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 it, we, we, it's too addic- addictive. Yeah. It's like everything else. It's addictive to be judge- judgmental, you know? I think one thing to like to keep in mind is like it's not like there's this like everyone should be less judgmental and the world would be better that's mm. not the case no we live in a different dem- we live in a different landscape now yeah we live in a place where like a higher percentage than usual of people are homeless they do have mm. mental health issues they mm. do have drug issues and like you know you can't just be judge free and let the crackhead walk up and be like oh yeah here's 50 bucks they're like give me the keys to your car and you give him the keys oh, to yeah. your car yeah yeah you still need oh, a judge yeah. that mm. judging is a tool 100% but, it's but you the, need to hear that judging voice. That's right. Mm. To yeah. actualize that voice that you're hearing mm. that's going like, oh, I've got shitty shoes. Don't talk to them. It's like really like, that's not my voice. Yeah. That's a devil on my shoulder yeah. trying to sway me one way or the other. Yeah. You're not a television guy, are you? Nah. Wish you were. Because we could, we could really have some fun. You want to talk about we shit that fun other anyway. people made? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because oh, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of, of high quality TV art. Let's call that. Oh, yeah. So there's a there's a you've heard of a thing called the Office, right? Wait, the US or the UK? No, the US isn't even, even bro. Even. Suck my dick and balls. I love the US. Yeah, I watch you? it every night. See, that's eh? your problem. Every you know, night. we we can't be friends anymore, dude. I, I literally have watched that like every season, every episode over twenty times. Well, have you seen the English version? I haven't. Could you? Could for, you could for you, our next podcast? Yeah, because I want you to speed watch it before we have the next one, which is next week, basically. By the way. Yeah, by uh, regularity, that's about right, eh? So let's have a comfortable silence. I want, I need, I'm, I'm going to do a... Um, do it near the mic so they get all the, the auditory... Oh, God. ASMR. <laughs> uh, can, you, can you stop that? That was weird. It's good weird. Yeah. It's like the truck Jake break. Okay, so this is... Yes. This oh, is, is Practising it for years. <laughs> My God. You might, you, your gag reflex must be just almost non-existent. So hazy, hazy pale ale by um, froth, froth, froth Bunbury. So here we go. Um, can you do the? Can you describe what we're doing? Uh, pouring a. My God, the pineapple is just honestly stoned over. Have pi- you got the same as me? Yeah. No, that's yeah. No, you've got the. Um, what do you call it again? That's the. That's the. Um, that's the. Hazy pale ale. This hazy yeah, stone, pale yeah, ale. Yeah, stoned over. Refreshing yeah. fruit bomb is a medium-bodied ale fermented with verdant yeast, verdant, verdant, verdant yeast, and dry... You're flunking, you're flunking your mother tongue, mate. Hey? You're flunking your mother tongue. And dry hopped with galaxy... So, yeah, how's that? So, I'm, 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 taste, I'm, I'm smelling, right, pineapple, like real pineapple, which is bang, mm. right? And then I'm getting tobacco. Pineapple tobacco. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. D- Steve, um, I just called Peter Steve. Let's go. This is what alcohol's about, right? Oi, thanks, yeah. Dan. I appreciate all your work. Dan, yeah. Dan and the boys from um, from um, from Froth Brewery. Thanks, Peter. This has been great. This um, is fucking cool. Like, where... Do you like the, do you like the labelling? I love the cans. Yeah. Brewed at our second venue, Froth Craft Bun Brewery, where we specialise in mouthfuls. That's such a great Don't you love that? Line. Can you um, talk to camera? I'm gonna, I've, I've got to do what you did last week. 
take two pisses in a row. No, I'm just going to do one little wee. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't piss, I wee. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Subtle flex. Yeah, just outside, you'll be right. Go supervise, Lou, go on. You got it. I'll be back. All right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, this is so much more fun than the stout. This is like a... Oh, that's like a summer afternoon drink. That's sick. It's like a Sunday summer <clears throat> afternoon drink. You've gone out for probably about two dozen drinks a night before, and you've woken up and you're like, fuck me, I didn't even drink any water before I went to sleep, but we're here now. Pop a couple of paracetamol, you have some toast, you wander around the house, you cancel any sort of plans that you made last night on the piss, naturally. And then you're like, all right, what are we gonna do? You move the mattress out in front of the couch, smoke a couple hot ones, medicinally, put on some, you know, fucking nonchalant goodness like The Simpsons or maybe even like South Park or Family Guy, something you don't really have to think about and has a punchline every now and then that can make you feel good about yourself. And then, you know, one of your boys is like, should we go to the Sunday sesh? And you think, I'm not a guy who goes to the Sunday sesh, but today I will. You go there, what the fuck? They got froth on tap. And then you just get yourself a, a froth stoned over. You take your glass back to the table and, and you just start sipping and you think, you know, this is exactly what I fucking needed. This is exactly what the doctor ordered. Next thing you know, you're three points deep. The mate that you invited you there, he's gone home, right? You're talking to some stranger that you met about half an hour ago and they're telling you all about like fucking metal density or some shit that you're just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you weren't hungover and especially if you hadn't had three of these stoned over 1.3 standard drinks, guessing 5% bloody schooners, pints, but since you're here, you do hear them out and you're like, oh, I love metal density. That's so interesting. Tell me more about that. And then they get up to take a piss. You call your missus. She picks you up. Bob's your uncle. Go to sleep. Wake up Monday morning. Fresh as a daisy. Froth Bunbury. Thanks for coming. Well done. That sounds amazing. <sighs> I can't believe the capacity of the human... Um, sorry. <laughs> Can't believe the capacity of the human bladder to hold that much mm. liquid. Can't believe we nailed sixty-four ounces of fucking stout. Just sixty-four ounces. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. <laughs> that's nuts. I'm so happy for you right now. Yeah, bro, yeah. I haven't drunk this much alcohol in months. That's amazing. I'm just, and, and you know what? Stout has that lovely buzz. I mean, you can just you can hardly get out of the chair, but you but you're lucid still. I feel like it's that lovely buzz that when I stand up, no matter how many steps mm. I take, I'm going to rip all the cords out of the wall. Yeah. Somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just take them with you. I'm so excited for Riz to come home. Yeah. It's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm yeah. good, love. How are you? There's no, way, <laughs> there's no way I'm making love at all tonight. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because like stout, for, um, when I was 30, when I used to drink stout, it would actually make you last longer and perform and feel better about having sex. Dude, that's like um, cocaine. Yeah, yeah. You'll um, be nice sure. to infuse some cocaine into some into some stout at some stage too. Dude, cocaine will make you last heaps longer. Oh God, I didn't know that. Yeah, heaps longer. You just never finish. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's the worst sort of torment. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking about the bruising for the poor. You know. Yeah. Well, if we had that eight-inch scenario, yeah, it would be bruising. But she, yeah, I guess she'd just be left with disappointment and no cum shot in my situation. Gosh. Dudes. Yeah. yeah, thanks. That one's for free, by the way. The next one I will invoice you for. What's that? Huh? For the jokes. 
And I, one thing I've noticed, I've liked about meeting you is that you, I, I get to learn some new stuff. It's weird, you know, because being 30, I'm actually kind of out of it already. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the real in it is 14 to like 21. Yeah. And then you slowly get out of it. And you know you know, you're completely <clears throat> out of it the first time you go to Fitzy's and you look around and you're like, oh, no one knows me. Mm. But I'm the black ink guy, so some people know me. Yeah, right, okay. So I get to keep up mm. by, by proxy almost. But you know, like, this is the thing as well. Culture is weird because culture is one of those things where, like, as soon as you grasp it and you kind of understand it, it changes again. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's the nature of it, right? Is that's evading adults. The exact point of it. Yeah. 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 So that, and like, as soon as it doesn't make sense to you, you've got too far away from it, mm. you know? Mm. And like, it's funny because I was watching this thing the other day talking about um, jokes of whatever generation it is now as a Gen Z. Say? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Like jokes of Gen Z aren't funny. Oh. That's the whole point of a Gen Z joke yeah. is that it's not funny. It's that it's it's on the bare like outskirts of comedy, mm. but the reality is it isn't funny. And the fact that it isn't funny makes it funny. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. So now <clears throat> we're in a whole new fucking conversation of what comedy is, because at the end of the day, culture, in my opinion, comes down to comedy. Right, it comes down to the ability, and I think probably not comedy. It's probably the idea to uh, activate a particular, like activate an immediate response mm. out of whether it's language or art or something that's visual or something that's like you know, mm. uh, you know, visual and moving. That's not mm. just like a still image. Mm. So it's like comedy is a very easy way mm. to represent culture because it's like the language of the young people typically is outlined by the words they're using to identify things like cool and hip and rah 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 yeah and it's their ability to communicate that in a way that's meaningful mm. to the next person typically that's through things of passion or through comedy mm. so yeah if you look at the things that are funny typically you can follow culture fairly accurately mm. yeah how do you define funny though because you haven't even seen the office English i define version. funny as things that like Make you laugh. Yeah. No. You know? That's strange that you said that. Like, it's just one of those things. Things that make you laugh. No, no, because like you go, comedy is this thing. Like, comedy is like, I set it up. I set up a punchline. I have the punchline. There's a joke. Mm. And you laugh. Mm. But comedy for me is like, comedy is like things where I've, I've put little Easter eggs in this podcast that we're recording right now that are for one person. Have you? Yeah, fuck yeah. You, you, sl- you sly fucker. I've got inside jokes with everyone, so it's like you keep on... I'm not the butt of one of them. I'm, you know, no, I'm not at my right. expense. I wouldn't do that It's so you. bad. Mm. I'd hate that. Mm. Yeah. I'll get you back. Oh, I welcome it. Because I'm really cool for 56. Yeah? Yeah. You said 50-something. Now I know you're 56. Nah. See, see there's, a, there's, there's a little... It'll, God. Thanks a lot, Peter. Thanks, from, Peter. Yeah, Appreciate cheers. It. Thanks for the um, the slur. It was nice. And we're only, you know... <laughs> we're only 64 ounces and three cans in. Only an afternoon beer, which is a lot for you, though. Dude, I'm fucking written off. <laughs> yeah. in, in the category right now, I'm at the far end. Bruce is going to have such a good time when she gets home. He's like, yeah, hi, yeah. honey. What, what are you, hungry? No. No, no, no. I'm no, hungry. I'm hungry. Hungry for stout. Yeah, baby. hungry Let's for go. you, Riz. Yeah. Yeah, God, she's actually, actually quite a good-looking woman. I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Yeah, we're both. I mean, my wife's hot. Dude, my wife's hotter. God, I don't believe you. Nah, she's not my wife yet. She's not your wife? No. Oh, wow. I told you, we haven't even had the girlfriend-boyfriend conversation. We just made an agreement right at the start. If there's Mm. ever a morning you wake up and you don't Mm. want to keep doing it with me, 
I like that. Yeah. I like that. You know, I think it's important that you that you that you're there for the right reasons. You know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I had come out of a fucking horrible, horrible relationship, like just a fucking mm. total narcissist. You know. You, you didn't like him. No. <laughs> it's and, a joke. And the one no. before him was even worse. <laughs> yeah. All <laughs> but, those guys I've dated, I hated. Yep. Okay. But I um, I was in a situation mm. where I'm like, I just um nothing against you know you mm. personally but mm. just i can't handle a relationship mm. um and i don't want to define anything because then it comes with this whole set of rules i just want to like if i want to hang out with you i'll hang out with you if mm. i don't i don't yeah and that served us for five yeah. years so far so so can i ask you a bit what's what's riz's background where was she born she's a bunbury girl bunbury girl mm. uh, okay and she's how old she's 24. i love it she's so, so you're you're an older man yeah, mm. yeah. So I'm I'm mm. 30 and she's 24. Mm. And uh, look about 26 though. You're not an old. Yeah, man. I only just started growing facial hair. You've done that. Yeah. Tick. Yeah. yeah. Well, now I'm I'm on this shit where I put I wear sunscreen every day because apparently that stops the effect of like obviously like it's protection from the sun, but it's the sun. It's small <laughs> amounts of sunburn repetitively that ages you that creates all of these fuck lines. That's why I went wrong. Mm. God. Yeah, I thought it was spending time in the sun that kept you young. Yeah, so my I got so many wrinkles on my ass at the moment. Like you know, oh yeah, yeah. We're, back, we're back there again. There right? we go. It's like a screwed up piece of paper with a black hole <laughs> yeah. in the middle. Who's eh? gonna be? Who's gonna watch this? What, what, what not? Doesn't worry me. But I'm interested in who's gonna watch this. You know, dude. I, I we got we got four followers or something, haven't you? Oh, yeah, four. <laughs> four, five after the, after today because I'm so popular, dude. I have a. I've only got like 200 subscribers on on YouTube, eh? Yeah. It's crazy, you know, mm. like, this This really speaks to... Um, God, there's pineapple all over that. Sorry, this really, really speaks to... Yeah. Let me smell yours. Mm. <laughs> My beer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, well... <laughs> Dude, it was the same. It all smells like alcohol, bro. Yeah, but no, you can't smell pineapple on that. Mm. Fuck no. Anyway, this really speaks... Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, this really speaks to... Dude, I got 4,000 followers mm. on Instagram, 250 mm. followers on YouTube, and 1,600 followers on TikTok, and like 1,200 followers on Facebook. That's right? really cool. The, it, it's mm. Yeah, it's cool. The mm. point is, though, like, I don't speak to that many people, mm. right? But I mm. am completely, like, living a life based off the sales that I can make on those platforms yeah. by communicating what I do. Yeah. And, fight, and like lead acquisition is typically through social media, right? I think one thing that people get caught up on, and this is, I'm answering a question that nobody mm, asked, but mm. it's, I know it's topical. A lot of people find themselves like, oh, I'm not creative, I'm not this person, I'm not someone who does that sort of thing because I don't have an audience. Mm. If one person listens to your shit and it's your mum, mm. you're an artist, you're a creator, you did it. You've got the first one. Yeah, yeah, I get and that. And when you get number two, mm. now you've got two people. Mm. And like the podcast that I was on last weekend, like there was fucking a thousand people. There is a thousand people listening to that on average every episode. Yeah, right. I've probably got about a hundred people listening to mine every episode. Yeah, you know, podcasts are the future. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you can't be boring. No. You know, and I, I, I think we're, we're not boring. No. You're not boring. No, we've um we've done it again. We've shot from the hip without calling anyone fucking a hundred years old. Yeah, th- what's a thousand divided by twelve? Mm. Remember that one? Mm, I do, I do. <laughs> That's a little joke just for us. That still it still makes me laugh yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to tell you. I really want to put that into context, but we're not going to. Nah, fuck mm. no. That would Did be you terrible. have one of those moments where you were just like, "Oh my god, 
No. No. I went home and I said to, said to Sam, this is what we said. And she said, right, that's it. You know, you know, we're pulling it. Oh, she's the mediator. Oh, she's the boss. Yeah, true. You know, women are the boss. Women, like um, Talking Heads, lyric, right? Yeah. World, the world moves on a woman's hips. The world moves and it swivels and hops. The world moves on a woman's hips. The world moves and it bounces and hops. Right? It's right. called the Great Curve. Yeah. Right? Women rule the world. And why not? It's a nice. It's nice to be ruled by women. Yeah. Then we're not killing each other. Yeah. You know we. It's all about the power of the yoni and the, and this beautiful energy they have. Like, you know, nature is nature is a feminine energy. Oh, goosebumps, man. Mother you nature. Know? Yeah. If we're left up to us, blokes, we'd be scratching our ass and punching each other in the head and sunning our assholes. Up. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a good thing though. Why don't we sun our assholes soon? together <laughs> oh now it's a group expedition just two let's get the boys together <laughs> yeah, yeah come yeah. round, boys no 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 trust yep. me when you get there but well, what do i need to wear <laughs> nothing nothing just yeah. come you'll be yeah. all right nothing <laughs> now wear something loose that you can take off easily <laughs> yeah yeah all the fucking yoga pants with the bloody butthole cut out of it just so you get the specific the directed well the, there's a product the intentional there's a product sunning so you can be in Sweden in the middle of winter and a bit of sun comes out. You'd have to take all your clothes off. Oh, wow. Hello. Little Velcro patch yeah. just fucking rips off. <laughs> now we're talking. Dude, business. Business. Yeah, but that's a dongle, isn't it? That's a, that's a widget, right? <laughs> a dongle? <laughs> Wait, what's a dongle? With the removable, with the removable <laughs> dongle in the bottom. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, look, you know, we could, we, could, we could be drinking any alcohol in the world, right? But we're not. We're drinking bloody froth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewery. Yeah. Amazing. I can't believe you can't smell that bloody... Pineapple. It's just there. You're not sniffing. You're, you're, you're drinking. You as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters, all right? Oh, yeah, crayon eating motherfucker. I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you having fun? Licking windows. <laughs> you having fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. I can't wait till it's over, though. What and, and, we we, can, um, and we can get on to the next one. We are on to something just now. Yeah. Fuck, what was it? I don't know. Um, maybe you should ask me a question. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about me for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, you're yeah. guesting on the Blacking podcast. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, my my wife, Samantha's here. Huh? My wife, Samantha's here. Oh, is she? Yeah, we've got to go. Really? Did she message you? Yeah. So I don't trust you since you She's fucked here. me at the beginning. Now we're at the if end. She, if she walks in, that'll be, that'll be cool, won't it? She said, here to pick you up. Just at the park around the corner. Bro. That's weird. She should definitely walk in to fucking finish yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, 100%. Hilarious. Yeah, I'll get, like, uh, let yourself in the gate. Yeah. Come in and be ready with an outro for the podcast. Yeah. Come. So, so you give me give me the script. Come. No, no, no. I need something organic. Should I just ring her? No, no, no. Message her to come in and just, just say, hey, we just need you to close out the podcast. Need. Have something prepared. No big deal. It has to be great. Yeah. Louis, Louis, come here. Come here, please. I've had a nice time, by the way, actually. I said this when we finished the last podcast. Mm. I think you and I could uh, have an ongoing podcast of just you and I talking shit. Yeah, we can, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's a thing that we should do, but I feel like you and I could just talk shit mm. once a week or once a fortnight and talk about things that are topical and it would be fucking... Yeah, I mean, instead of just catching up. Yeah. Like, just, you know, one-on-one. And without without that, yeah, because like when you have that, it's it, different. It gets you, there's a buzz going on, you know. Yeah, and you know that people are hearing it, and maybe learning something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, maybe, maybe, yeah. and maybe learning something you don't want to learn. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Especially of you. Learn today, well, Jake's had a vasectomy yeah. for seven yeah. years, and the way yeah. he got his done, <laughs> Troy sons his ass. He can't yeah. grab his ankles, but he can sun his ass. You know, like I'm like, 
I'm like, I'm yeah. like that. It's like, it's I don't fucking, lay on my back. I do it on all fours I'm, and point it right up. <laughs> fuck, I just got a cramp. I never get a cramp. There. Yeah, it's part of the podcast. It's, I think it's tight. Here we go. So I think it's tight, bloody um, tight underpants. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that Sam? Next time run, no underpants. That can't be her. She, that, she can't be that quick. She's a, she said she was in a park around the corner. Yeah, surely. How are you? Come in. No, come on. Come in. Not closing out the podcast. No, no. We've spoken about you the entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, come in. If I have to go, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. We'll wrap up now. Yeah. Wrap Radio. Up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Thanks again, Pete from Frothbury. Don't forget to go and check them out on Victoria thanks, Street. Thanks, Pete. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming because we are fucking out. Yo!